in a world. Four friends, one mission. Mikey, what are you doing? I'm doing the thing for the podcast. It's not that hard, bud. Dude, just say the name. Fine. It's the Freedom Friends Podcast. Whatever. <laughs> what? what do you mean, whatever? Just whatever. You can't just whatever that. You can whatever, whatever. But, uh, okay. Whatever. It's whatever. Whatever. I'm not the one. I heard about you. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great, that's a great. I'm not the one. Bit. <laughs> I heard about you. You heard right. <laughs> uh, hi, fellas. Hi. Hey. It's, uh, yeah, that time of the week. Yeah. Band back together. Yeah. Scott, you were uh, you were you were missing last week. Yes, I was uh, in Oklahoma. Yeah, I was doing a, a little veteran thing. We got invited. I got invited by old Jason Murph from Grow Your Ass Off to go up and help him help with an event that was put together through <coughs> the Mid America Center. I think Mid America. It's a big racetrack, off road racetrack up in Oklahoma, Jay, Oklahoma. Uh, it's awesome facility. I mean, very cool. Like, we didn't know what to expect, right? So we're like, Jason's bringing food, but he's planning on grilling on a grill. We had a commercial kitchen yeah. uh, at our disposal. Oh, nice. And then uh, the next day we had, uh, we were on the the gentleman who owns the place, Jason. I don't know his last name, but he owns this place, uh, invited us out to go use his uh, dock so that we could take some uh, amputees, some veterans uh, wakeboarding or surfing, wake surfing, right? And uh, so we get to, we get there and the, his place is incredible. Yeah. So I, I do the pan around, I show Michelle, I'm like, yeah, this is where we're at today. She's like, they're letting you cook at the marina? I said, no, this is a his private dock. <laughs> and when, uh, you know, initially I'm like, I don't really know why somebody needs three boats. And then one broke down and we just grabbed the other one. I'm like, okay, I get it now. Yeah. See, and, uh, and they see, were, this, this is my argument against money can't buy happiness. Oh, the, the fuck, fuck it can't. can't. Yes, it yeah. can. I was very happy that day and none of it was my money. The, the people who say yeah. money can't buy happiness don't have money. They've never had it. Yeah. 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 Like, and, and so, and like then, I'd rather wipe my tears with a hundred dollar bill. Like I've never been, I've never been wealthy, wealthy, you know, I've been okay, but I've never been wealthy. But you know what? And I will tell you right now when I'm okay, things are looking up. <laughs> you know, so so I got to meet Jason, the the owner of the facility and the, the beautiful place we were at, and uh, he genuinely seemed happy. And I, it was probably because he had enough money where he was doing really cool things and helping people, and like, right, you know, he and he he wasn't even there. He just like here's the keys, like use my boat, whatever, <laughs> right? But he had one boat, I think, it was kind of off limits. It was it was badass. Yeah, but uh, uh, it was yeah. phenomenal. Uh, but uh. Yeah, it was cool. And so a couple, like we had a, a, one of the guys that was there had no legs from like his Lieutenant Dan. Yeah. But like way above the knees, no yeah. legs. And so they had an adaptive surfboard and uh, this guy got up on it and was surfing and it was the coolest thing ever. We had one guy with one leg and he was able to do it. We had one guy with no arm. He was able to get up and, and, nice. and go surfing and stuff. And it was really That's cool. Awesome. Like we had a great time. Uh, we had a good time. And then, I got to uh, Travis Pastrana and all the Nitro Circus guys were there uh, because it's an incredible facility. And they were 
I think at the facility, they started setting it up to where all the Nitro Circus guys can go there and practice <laughs> and, and use it as kind of their home base uh, when they're around. That's cool. And uh, they're not so, going to get annoyed by like you know too big crowds in Oklahoma because so no, well that and when there was no crowd, it was closed. Yeah. Yeah. When we were there. And so it was awesome because nobody was there except for us, the Nitro Circus guys and whatever. And and uh, so they had all the ramps set up there and uh, they have an awesome racetrack. And uh, I got to do a lap with uh, Travis driving in one of the, oh, I can't even say One of the it. vehicles. One of the vehicles. Uh, one of the side-by-sides. Yeah. And uh, so we got to do some jumps and go around the track with Travis. That was awesome. So that was kind of the highlight for me for the weekend. Nice. And then, uh, yeah, we got to help cook and, and do some stuff with Grow Your Ass Off. And he made some awesome, awesome breakfast tacos nice. and some uh, ribs and a bunch of cool shit. So really, really good weekend. Uh, enjoyed it a lot. And so I think uh, hopefully in the future we get to do it again and be a little more active. I guess it was all thrown together in like the last couple days. Well, like, so Murphy called me yeah. and was like, hey, are you interested in doing this? I was, on, I was unavailable. I had kids right. all weekend and all this. And the first phone call I made was to you. Yeah. And you didn't answer because you were at the VA. Yeah. <laughs> and then I immediately called you yeah. and was like, hey, I think this is, I just think this would be a good opportunity for Warfighter to get involved. Yeah. Type it, of thing, you it, know? And I, I think it will be. I think uh, it'll be fun. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, just getting it, it was cool. Like, you know, if you would have told me like the adaptive boat wake surfing i didn't even know that was a thing no either did i yeah. and like by the end of it like it was so awesome it, yeah these guys enjoyed it a did, lot did you try wake? i didn't because i didn't want to use up the time yeah. we only had like i don't know we ended up staying out till dark because yeah. everybody was having such a good time but i didn't want to use up somebody else's time that was there for so, sure so i didn't do that but uh yeah it was, it's really cool uh that's the excuse i would have looked forward to doing it. <laughs> totally i've been like yeah i, I didn't want to take it away from someone else well it would have been because <laughs> i probably would have sucked at it and yeah. i would have taken a lot of time away yeah so oh me 100 percent. me yeah. too yeah. yeah so yeah but no it was awesome well, that's cool man that's cool so what'd you get into this weekend i did nothing but move move stuff that sounds fucking terrible yeah sounds terrible jazz I uh, I heard you guys uh, drink a little bit on Saturday. Yeah, I heard you guys got a little a little tied on on Saturday. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> two of us were fine. Yeah, were you one of those two? Yeah, yeah. So, so one we had to send to bed. Yeah. So you and your wife were fine. No, actually, uh, so um, this will now this will come out before we leave for it. But um, my wedding's this weekend, and yeah. so. Uh, uh, TJ Kibbe and Mike Jones, uh, they, they flew in, uh, Saturday morning. Mike Jones from Houston? No, no, no. Obviously. No, this is, this is wish.com Mike Jones. Oh. And, uh, <laughs> it's, it's the same word. You just have to rearrange the letters. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, uh, they flew in and, um, they're here for the wedding and they're here for the week to also to like help get stuff ready and pack out and all that kind of stuff. And so, uh, but yeah, we were having some drink. And so. There was one point where we were out in my garage having drinks and just kind of hanging out. I look over and good old TJ was it looked like a like a baby sapling in the wind, just 
<laughs> just do one of these and, numbers. And I finally just looked at him and I was like, all right, go to bed. And he went over and grabbed his drink and like a, like a misbehaving puppy. I was just like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> he put the drink down. I was like, go to bed. And he was like, okay. And he turned around. <laughs> I know you guys tried to FaceTime me. Uh, I was, well, we, we, I was not in a good way. Yeah. We weren't, <laughs> at that point, at that point, uh, I think we'd only had like a drink or something like that. Uh-huh. Like we weren't FaceTiming because we were drinking. Did you we're, guys FaceTime me? Was that Saturday or Sunday? Saturday. Oh, okay. Yeah, because yeah. I wanted to show you that fucking bottle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. insane. Yep. I've never seen a Weller bottle. So the best part is in the background of the FaceTime, I see Jazz's motorcycle. And I know his new exhaust showed up. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, is that your new exhaust? He's like, yeah. He's like, you want to hear it? I'm like, absolutely. So Jazz, Kibi's holding the phone and he turns it around and he's like watching Jazz. Jazz walks around the bike and flips all the levers and everything, get ready to start. Didn't even think about the fact that he was on my phone. As soon as he goes to start it, it goes on mute because it connected to the bike. It, my bike has <laughs> He starts it, he reads it a couple of times. They're all looking and smiling. I'm like, I can't hear anything. Yeah. They shut it off and then, and I then can we hear it. Yeah. <laughs> I completely forgot it was just going to fucking Bluetooth to my bike. Yeah, I, was like, I guess I'll just. Hear it next time. I'll hear it next yeah. time. It sounded good when you pulled yeah, in. Yeah, I'm really happy with yeah. it. Yeah. I'm really, really Technology. happy with it. Way yeah. louder than it was. Yeah, but not, it, it's not. It's not obnoxious. It's a good. It's not obnoxious like mine. It's a good <laughs> noise. Uh, yeah, but factory Harley exhaust is like it's a actual machine. exhaust. They sound like sewing machines yeah. now. Yeah. And uh, well, for some reason, Harley decided that because there's one state that has a decibel requirement on their exhaust. Yep. All of their bikes are just getting the same. You know why? Muffler. Because Harley knows that as soon as that person everybody's going to rip it off anyway. Yeah, that's the first thing to go. So there was no point developing two. No, they're like fuck it. Just make one shitty one because everybody's ripping these off anyway. Even if they weren't quiet, everybody rips their pipes off. Yeah, I don't know a single serious rider that hasn't changed his exhaust. I don't. I don't know casual riders that haven't changed their exhaust. (laughs) How many uh, miles did it take you? To well, change the exhaust. On well, no, no, he was yeah. waiting. No, I know, <laughs> I know. Um, it, well, yeah, it, it was. Honestly, it wouldn't have left the dealer with the exhaust on it had I not just traded in my road glide that I'd finished stage one on. I'd finished stage one on the Sunday before I traded it in on Saturday, so I'd had the stage one on that road glide for six days and then traded it in. <laughs> and it was one of those like, I'm not going to do this right now because yeah. I. I might trade this bike. In. No, <laughs> no the, the sting was too new of like watching all that money just leave with the bike. So, uh, I, I waited, I waited five weeks. Uh, so the bike had 1200 miles on it by the oh. time I put the, the pipes on it. So, um, I think you've officially put more miles in your bike, this bike than I've put on mine since I've owned it. Hey, I did the math. <laughs> I did the math and I've ridden since January. I've ridden, uh, like just over 14,000 miles since January. Wow. That's probably my lifetime on a bike. Jesus. Seriously. Yeah. Like I, I, I only, the first year I uh, made a motorcycle in Nebraska, I put on 7,000 miles. Yeah. My first year that I had a bike, I, I probably, I was in Southern California, so I could ride every day. Yeah. So I, I just put in, and like, you know, and Coast Highway is a great ride. Yeah. Right. Especially when you're learning because it's pretty slow. There are some get up and goes where you can still get, but it's all straight away. So like, yeah. I would just cruise fucking Coast Highway. That was like my weekends yeah. for a long time. Like, well, I think PCH is like 400 and 480 miles top to bottom or something like that. Like oh, if, you go, if you go from the start, like all the way to Santa Monica, I think it's like oh, 480 yeah. miles. In 2009, I was living in Massachusetts. Yeah. And I had a bike and I put a thousand miles on the bike that year. 
And in 2010, I moved to Phoenix and I put 50,000 right. miles on that bike in one year. In one year. <laughs> in one, yeah. All I did was ride. I'm not going to hit my, hit I'm not going to hit my every goal. Every day. I'm not going to hit my goal this year. But when I, when I got, when I got the first one in January, I told myself I wanted to do 20,000 miles in my first year. Yeah. And I, I won't hit it. And it, it was the summer and nobody expected. It was a brutal summer. Dude, it was summer to come along and just fuck? be like, cause essentially you had till about 9am to be on the bike. And then it was like, you're yeah. fucking done. Dude. It's like, like, or do you want to ride in an air fryer? Yeah. <laughs> I wrote it to work and back and stuff, <laughs> but the whole like, Hey, it's Saturday. Let's ride to Fredericksburg and have lunch. Like, like yeah, the, you know what? Let's not. I, I got sandwich meat. In the house. Yeah. <laughs> I just bought Boar's Head. You know, you start justifying it. I know, right? <laughs> like, I think I'm a little over fourteen thousand miles. Nice. It's fucking a man. And that's cross bikes. Yeah, on the three bikes I ridden. Yeah. Fucking a. But I mean, like that one. I've had that one five weeks, and there's, I think it's thirteen or fourteen hundred miles on it now. So about time. What are you looking at now? <laughs> yeah. there's nowhere to go They're like that's he's just waiting as far he's as waiting harley's the, are concerned he's waiting for the next model come on harley <laughs> uh, there, there's one more to go and there, yeah but, but justifying it is hard it, no yeah. it's not even that it's it's it, there's too much new on it even for the first okay let's year. say it's three years old now it's the justification I, i'm not gonna lie <laughs> if 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 those had landed because i got on the list they put me on the list for it and if those had landed, if it had been three years into that tech to where it was all like super stable and whatever, I probably would have gotten that over yeah. my anniversary. But it, they're not near as pretty as my anniversary is. The that anniversary one is just. I like your bike, dude. Yeah. It's like, very, I, very pretty. I think you made the right choice. Now I just, I'll hold it for five years until the 125th comes up. We almost have matching bikes color-wise. Close, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because you have all the fade work and stuff on yours, mm -hmm. too. So. Well, mine are hard lines because back then. Because <laughs> what year's yours? Uh, 2011. Yeah, well, it's got some, got some time on it. Yeah, yeah, but it's got good work on it, so it's fine. No, you Except bought your, yours though with pretty low miles. It had, yeah, it had like six thousand miles. Yeah. Except for that brake rotor, we got to do something about that rotor. Yeah, I'll get that fixed eventually. <laughs> what? It still stops. Yeah, I mean, what's wrong with your rotor? He's got it's warped. warped. Front <laughs> it's just fucking womp, womp, womp. Yeah, one of his front rotors is warped. Yep. If you get like if you if you get hard on the front brakes, you don't notice it as much as if you use it light. So I just ride it like a street bike, yeah, and just stand that bitch up on the like, yeah, like I just shoot. dive into a turn, just doing like, endos, <laughs> just click click, click <laughs> dump the clutch in a downshift, and right back on the gas, <laughs> just endo in that motherfucker every chance you get. You can't, even, you can't even do that on the new ones. No. Like mine has a it's a linked braking system, mm -hmm. so if you overcharge the front brake, it pushes thirty percent of the power to the rear brake and flattens the bike the braking pattern of the bike out, so you stay under control under hard braking. Can you still just Bro. hit the back brake and do the skid? Oh, I can turn it all off oh. and then i can just literally dump the clutch and just fucking wow yeah but no if you do it to the back brake like if you stand up on the back brake it'll shift power to the front brake oh, and keep okay. the bike balanced mm -hmm. while you brake on it which allows these new ones to handle better than they've ever been able to handle no no it's interesting it's pretty amazing it's pretty amazing tech the stuff that's in it and next year i have i have insider information about next year's touring bikes yeah i think i think i think i'm gonna get a gold wing they're fucking sick. They're dope as shit, I know, dude. I'm going to get a Goldwing. Fuck, they're dope. But I want a fucking sidecar. The thing that cracks me up about the Goldwings <laughs> is you watch people riding them and they... The backseat is a sidecar. Right? <laughs> Goldwings... I'd rather ride on the backseat of a Goldwing. Yeah. Holy fuck. The people riding on Goldwings, though, they look like Tesla drivers. 
Like they don't look like they're doing anything. They're just like, chilling. They're just, they're just there. They're in a barca <laughs> lounger, just kind of hanging out. Yeah, I have to expect <laughs> it has the lane assist and the adaptive cruise control. Yeah, like, it's nuts. It's I, I don't know if it does. I was like, like what? <laughs> <laughs> I do think it actually does have the adaptive cruise control. I think, I think it's got the front sensors and stuff. Like, because I was looking, I was looking into them years ago, fucking years ago. I thought about getting one. So if I remember right, a Goldwing has roughly, I think it's five miles of wiring mm-hmm. on each motorcycle. Shh. The electronic diagnostic manual for it is twice as thick as the actual <laughs> service manual for it. Really? Yeah. It's nuts. It's it crazy. But they, the thing is, they don't break. It, yeah. They don't. Oh, no. You, you're getting a thought. You talk to these yeah. guys that are like, I've got a 1987 gold one with 400,000 miles on it. You're still like, rolling you're like, like a chain. Still just like. Yeah, last yeah. year, I had to change the clutch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Crazy. Yeah. And I think the new one, the brand new Goldwing, though, goes for like 30, I think. 20, 25, 6. Yeah, but you don't want the. Oh, and that's the automatic. You don't even have to shift that one. Automatic. See, that, that I wouldn't want. I'd still want to shift. Well, it's a, the new one. If I'm not mistaken, Kimmy, the new automatic, has it's that DCT system or whatever, right? The So you can shift it or it's like having a triptronic in your car because it's like, I'm a fast driver and I can flick my stick. And it's like, fucking I'm fuck waiting that. for the day where they put paddle shifters on, on factory bikes. Yeah. Because you, you can get air shifters for yeah. like drag bikes. Yeah. But for the having it is just on one side, you have up and down. Huh. But uh I'm just waiting for the day where they put it. I'm at the point now where I think I could remove my toe shifter. Cause I like I only shift with my heel. <laughs> Other than like literally getting it in first. That only works half the time. Yeah. They could give me a hook. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm the opposite. I'm just about get a, to just get a, my heel shifter. Get a boot. You never sticks it. <laughs> out a little bit more. <laughs> just get like a boot with a big heel. Yeah, I just I like the I like the heel shifter a lot. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I was never into it. I always like just the toe. I could do without it's, the heel. I liked it at first because it felt like I was just stomping every time I was shifting up. For me, it's actually <laughs> for me, it's when you're when you're like cruising, cruising, and you're laid out on your highway pegs and stuff, and you like you downshift once to go around something. It's just a it's a more natural move to pull your foot back and just push down and then put yeah. your foot back. But yeah, I like the heel toe setup. Huh. I don't know what I do. I think I feel like on an automatic, I'd keep reaching for it and it just wouldn't be there. So this says Goldwing Touring Airbag Automatic. Is, what is the airbag? That's the, your suspension. Suspension. Yeah, okay. it's an all airbag suspension. I didn't know if it was like a crash thing or not. No, because it's got. The new Goldwing, I think, has that would be so fun. It just yeet you off the back of the bike. It just looks like you're on the forms of bubble around. Look like you're on the Mars lander. You just bouncing. No, it has wrapped in bubble wrap. If you've ever seen the, well, like I think some of the Fords and shit have it. You can literally like you can raise and lower the. It does it. Like you can just you can air in and air out those. Not like you can't like frame it. Like you can't. You can't just, frame it they out. They need but to you, pull it out of like a like a 2001 Ram 1500 just steering wheel and just put it right on the fucking yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bam! Just gone. <laughs> like, well, we saved you from the impact. <laughs> you remember those like prank videos where they get somebody to I sit on it and they shoot them through the fucking <laughs> ceiling and yeah. shit? But the new Goldwing, the new Goldwing is fucking impressive. They do look pretty nice. It's a, it's a really, really nice bike. Uh, you want to talk about a quiet motorcycle, though. Well, it's a yeah. V6, 1833 cc's. God damn. Well, it's a tiny Civic. It's just a two wheel. <laughs> That's all it is. It's, it's, a, like, it's a Civic with two wheels. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, I'll ride and you'll have people that go by you on gold wings and they just look like they're just happy. 
No, they <laughs> they look like they're being they look like they're being driven. Like they don't they don't look like they're actually interacting with the bike at all. Yeah. Like it's just kind of like so. They still get I, I think they're dope. <laughs> I think they're super dope. They're great bikes. Yeah. And Jesus, they last forever. That's the big thing is resale and, and longevity on them. It's fucking massive. Funny thing is like nobody shells them. Somebody like somebody, <laughs> somebody fucking dies and the wife yeah. is like that's an estate. Hey, sale I've got item. this gold wing. You want to buy it? Like so I I just got a notification. I opened up my phone and this was the meme that showed up when I opened up Instagram. And it says marriages are like pancakes. There's no shame in throwing out the first one. Damn <laughs> right. Fucking amen. <laughs> No comment. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, it is like pancakes, though, because, like, the front cook on that one was awesome. And then I flipped that bitch over for the back half, and it was like, <laughs> what the fuck happened? <laughs> this was going so well. I think my back half was better. Front was meh. <laughs> I meant the timeline, not the bottom. Oh, 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 my bad, my bad. Uh. John, what'd you get into this weekend? Uh, did some hood rat shit down at the Womack Ranch. As you do. Yeah. Um, uh, no, I went down there to go to hang out. Uh, there's a couple dudes down there uh, that were from Western Mass, which was pretty funny because uh, um, they're from Western Mass. So <laughs> we're up. Uh, out by Springfield. Why do people classify that? Mass is only like four miles long. Because the the the, per, <laughs> the, the people that live in Western Mass, <laughs> there's a massive difference. Versus the both. people that live in the rest, like what everyone else thinks. Of well, Massachusetts. that's like when people tell you Night they're from day. Virginia, and you're like, where? And they're like, oh, Nova, and I'm like, okay. But then they go like, yeah, oh, I'm from out by you know, like University of Virginia and shit, and you're like, oh, so you're a hillbilly, yeah, it, so, like. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Because you're you have, you have Virginian Nova. or Appalachian. Yeah. There's three There's three areas in Virginia. There's Nova. Mm -hmm. There's Hampton Roads, which is the the, the Chesapeake Bay area. Yeah, so yeah. like Virginia Beach, Norfolk, Norfolk, sure. for those that are from up there. Yeah. And then there's Western Virginia. Yeah. And Western so, but, Virginia. But Western is, Virginia, don't get that confused with, with West, West Virginia. Virginia. Oh, it's not West by it's God. two different beasts. Oh, West by God. Western is Virginia is hillbillies. Mm -hmm. West Virginia is, that's, that's a new species. Yeah. <laughs> it's still hillbillies. Great wings. They're, they're beyond hillbilly <laughs> out there. Good, good mountain Good, good yeah, moonshine. I'm yeah. telling you, my favorite wings to this date, pies and pints in downtown Charleston, West Virginia. It's the best it, wings I've ever Nobody makes moonshine like Uncle Daddy out in West Virginia. <laughs> right. It's, Damn right. It makes sense if you think about it. Start, start doing the look. West Virginian family trees. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Justin just clicked. What did, what did he look up? I think, no, he it I think, just clicked what Uncle Daddy was. I think oh. Uncle Daddy just clicked in his mind. And he was like, God damn it. That's because a West Virginian family tree looks like a stump. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. doesn't fork. Isn't isn't West Virginia where that family that's like oh yeah six yeah. generations of inbred the whites. Like, the wonderful whites of West Virginia. Yep. Is that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a different one. By the way, that's just West Virginia. Yeah, that's just most. But of no, West I know which one you're thinking of. I, the one that Joe Rogan's talked about. Yeah, uh, one of the one of the one of the people just barks. Yeah. He doesn't speak. He just yeah. barks. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it's, just West Virginia, dude. So one of the reserve companies, our alpha company, was based out of Charleston, West Virginia. That's why I used to have to go down there for work when I was stationed in Baltimore, and uh, they fucking. I had like Hatfields 
yeah. from the Hatfield and McCoys that were in my company down there and shit. Like it was fucking weird, it's man. Weird out there, man. Yeah, they are a and then people Strange will try breed. to defend good people, good it. And then folks. They, they want to send you pictures of like West Virginia University. And they're like, look at this. And I'm like, nobody that goes there is from West Virginia. Right. Like, <laughs> like every single yeah. one of them. I've got a buddy here, born and raised in San Antonio. And his dad owns an engineering consulting firm. And West Virginia University has an outstanding engineering program. True. And so he got a full ride. So he went up there and got his degree and moved back and He's proud to have gone to WVU and he's like, but West Virginia is fucked. And it's yeah. like, yeah. They used to be one of my account territories. The herd. I used to be one of my account territories when I was a rep. And uh I don't know if I have that picture still, but man. I, I was drunk walking around with my buddy Bullard in West Virginia. And I found a midget on the side of the street and she was wearing a herd shirt. And I looked at him and I was like, I'm gonna hit on her. <laughs> he was like fuck you that's the, that's the place where i saw a guy and cut off jorts hiking boots nothing else walking his goat on a rope like just down the middle of charleston west virginia and i was like yep telling you man sometimes goats need to be walked <laughs> here we are fuck man yeah go west by there's that. a really cool cigar shop in the horn of West Virginia, because there's like that little horn that wraps yeah. around that's just like just north of DC and Maryland and stuff. And that part doesn't claim West Virginia. Right. That's more and, that's 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 closer to PA people. That's like PA Maryland it, folk. Yeah. <laughs> and so you have most of the people that live there work in DC, yeah. but it's cheaper to live in West Virginia than it is to live in Virginia. Uh-huh. And there's a really, really cool cigar shop. And the guy that owns it is like the fifth owner or whatever. And it's been in operation for like 90 years. Wow. Like, and it hasn't moved. It's in the same little building. Then you go in and so it's all those old school, like brass cast ashtrays with the glass mm-hmm. inserts and shit that were, they got from the distributors back in the day and they've just never left. Like, nice. I tried to get him to sell me shit so many times. And he's like, no, nah, I'm not selling anything in here. Like, Come on, man. I used to get drunk as fuck in Morgantown. That's up that area. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, like borders fucking, it's like just the other side of the, of the Potomac from Western Maryland. Yep. So, Best man at my wedding, my friend Travis is from Sharpsburg, Maryland, which is like Antietam Battlefield area, right? Literally a mile down the road across the bridge is Morgantown, West Virginia, where the college is. Right. And uh, we used to go there. There was this place called Alto, Altos. And we'd go to Altos and because they don't, their bars don't close till four. Wow. So we'd close the bars down at two in Maryland, shoot over 20 minutes over in Altos and just get fucking trashed. Nothing good ever happened. No. <laughs> it two was to always, four? No. It, dude, it was always that's, me that's, and my buddy Timmy trying to fight fucking <laughs> hillbillies. We just kept calling them Ricardo. We, we, I didn't care who they were. Their name was Ricardo. <laughs> anywhere I've ever been where anything good happened from two to four in the morning. Nothing. Nothing. Even on my best days, it's like I call it at like three. Like nothing you know good I mean? happens after midnight. Like yeah. whoever coined that phrase, they coined it because they were correct. Yeah. Like nothing good ever happens after midnight. I don't know. I've had some good times between midnight and two. Yeah. I've had some awesome conversations between midnight and yeah. two where you hit that point of like, okay, I've burnt off all the physical energy, but I can still like, yeah, I can still converse. And I've had some great talks if between I'm, like midnight yeah. and two. If I'm in and I'm like, like at a, like a house with a bunch of people, all good. Right. But if you're out and about, Never good. <laughs> yeah, but I I also, I'm not a, most of those conversations that I've had, I have never gone out and about for the purposes to see how fucked up I can get. It's true. It tends to happen with me sometimes. But. 
I'd be a liar if I said I've yeah, never gone out just, to get fucked up because I've definitely gone out for the purpose of just getting fucking trashed. I've never, that's never been like something I've like, Hey, I'm going to go out and get fucked up tonight. Oh, I, I've but, definitely done. But I, have, <laughs> but I have let Jesus take the wheel a couple times. Oh, like, we all have. Yeah, I'm not uh, yeah I was in the passenger seat one time. <laughs> no. well, so, and my name wasn't Jesus. It's John. And I had to take the wheel. <laughs> like your, your, name the was, your name was Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus had a really good friend named John. It worked, it worked, it worked out great. He Scott did the pedals. I did the wheel. We yeah. made it home. I did the pedals by voice, not sight. Yeah. Because you couldn't see. Well, I could see. There was four different roads. It was like, which one are we on? No. John Steer. Hey, by the way, everybody, this is the Freedom Friends Podcast brought to you by WarfighterTobacco.com. Use that code FTFO. Screw yourself that sweet, sweet 15% off. Oh, wellness.us for all your CBD treats and needs. Use that code Freedom Friends 25. Get your quarter off your order. You go to ictechcoolers.com. Uh, use that code Freedom Friends 10. We'll get you 10% off. And check out the affiliate link, growyourassoff.com slash growyourassoff. You know what? I'm going to slash Freedom Friends Podcast. I'm going to plug the Roka Tavern. Yeah. Because that's just <laughs> in Roken, Nebraska. Yeah, Roken, Nebraska. Yeah. I, for, I forgot to do that. Free, right. free plug. Yeah, I, that's I, where yeah. we drove from. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we got presents from uh, from, well, a, from a well, company. Oh yeah, and yeah, <laughs> this isn't even from a listener. No. Because uh, they themselves sent it, right? This is like the company. This yeah. is actually from. Oops, cameras this way. This is from Sailor Jerry. Yeah, they sent us four bottles of Sailor Jerry, <laughs> which is pretty fucking cool. There's no what note. A note. That, that's all. I, I put everything that came with Behold it. the tastiest gift ever. From MNC Sachi. Yeah. Wow. So. Huh. But I think this is uh, because our good friend Jason at Grow Your Ass Off called in a favor. Well, he called him up and was like, hey. See that. Yeah. I have a podcast that I think might be good for you guys. And so, kind of did some politicking on our behalf. It had been a hot minute since I've drank Sailor, Sailor Jerry. Well, fuck. Let's crack it open and chug it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> Jason and I, when we were in Oklahoma, we finished off a couple bottles of this. <laughs> and it was... Uh, on the rocks or did you mix it? I fucking did it on the rocks because that's who I am. Yeah. Jason I'm not going to lie. I don't mind Sailor Jerry and ginger ale. No, not at all. Right, Jerry yeah. and ginger ain't bad. It was, it was decent on the rocks. I was happy um, with it. So they've changed it, I think, right? Because that's not as high octane as it used to be. This that, is only 92. I that think they make to, different cause, levels. Because it yeah. used to be over 100. Yeah. I th but I think they make different levels. Yeah. I think you can still get this, the shit that's like 100-something proof. Yeah. You know what I really like doing? I like making glazes with that. Do Usually like a, what happens like a, is like I like drink a, that and then I attempt like a, to make a glaze. Like a reduction. <laughs> <laughs> You glaze your pants after you drink that. I, I, I attempt. Somebody <laughs> Sometimes it's like shooting pool the rope. Yeah. Just fucking push and pickle. <laughs> just push and pickle. <laughs> well, thanks to Sailor Jerry. For, yeah, right. Uh, for the hangovers. For the yeah. we're definitely gonna have. <laughs> you know what? I'll I'm gonna I'm gonna, we're take, gonna take a bottle I'm, of the wedding. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm gonna <laughs> there needs to be a bottle that goes to the wedding. Absolutely. Gonna, Absolutely. Um so that's exciting, though. We got that coming up this weekend. That'll be fun. It's going to be a shit show. You know, okay, so I, I got to say something about the Texas Rena Renaissance Festival and the people that go and camp at the Texas Renaissance Festival. I've never done it yet. Oh, this, but I put you in that Facebook page. 
And then I joined a couple other Facebook groups because it was such a shit show. I had to see more. Yeah. Just car accidents that you can't look away. From. Oh, my. It's like these <laughs> fucking people have never been outside their house before. Okay. Yeah. So what he's talking about is on one of the major pages. And it, this happens every time the festival starts up. Oh, my up, God. The amount of posts that people go, what do I need to bring to the campground? And the thing is, is that even the page becomes self-correcting where somebody eventually just goes like, all right, look, God damn it. You're yeah. sleeping outside. So if you don't want to sleep outside, you need something to fucking sleep in. It'd also be smart for you to bring something to sleep on. Literally, <laughs> like almost verbatim, these comments. Past that, there's some food, there's some booze. It sucks. It's expensive. So you might want to bring your own shit. But if you've, if there's bathrooms, there's showers, there's everything else you could fucking ask for. But unless you want to sleep on the grass, then. There are showers? Yeah. Yeah. There's hot showers. But oh, now the, there is some saving grace in these groups, right? Like, uh, over the weekend, I happened to see a post that some dude put up and he was there by himself and he was trying to get some and he put it out in a fucking public Facebook group. Wait, tell me you <laughs> screenshotted it. I did not. Did, uh, it, wasn't, it wasn't it wasn't worth the screenshot because it wasn't like this. He was going hard in the paint on Facebook, but you could tell by what he put and how he wrote it. It was, was like, like hey, this dude's just trying to get some stank for any ladies out, so did, out did, here. Did, did, did it pay off for him? Or? No, it's usually like. No, nobody commented hey, on the post. <laughs> it's usually something like, hey, I'm Tyler and I'm here alone and looking to get into some shenanigans tonight. Anybody know where I need to go? Now, what that guy wants to ask, and he's not asking is- Where the fucking swingers at? <laughs> where's the swinger camp? Where there, the hoes at? There is a clan there that is just a swinger clan. And if you go there, that's oh, like the, the whole of purpose so of the camp. It, what's the name of the clan? Wait, wait, wait. Swing on, swing on by? So Yeah. Yeah. It's swing on by is the name of the clan. So <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong, because that's not my world. These are pineapples, not strawberries. I get it. <laughs> the strawberries, I, that's my thing. <laughs> I haven't decided what, what that thing. I, yes. What are strawberries? Now, John, John I, don't, I don't know if you were here for that podcast. I think I was. I just don't remember. I'm, I'm just going to invent the upside. Yeah, no, I was definitely here yeah, for I that. I think we decided that it was either trying to. It was bug chasing. It was bug chasing or. Or. or it's whatever I can. Or up learning with. disability chicks. I, I don't want to say the R word. <laughs> wow. Uh, but my question is, if this is a single guy. Redacted. Don't you need to bring a companion to the swinger party? Uh, not all the time. I love the Urban Dictionary, though. But that's a that's an upside down strawberry shortcake. Yeah. She punches him in the nose. Yeah, that's the upside down one. Oh. Because a strawberry shortcake. Strawberry is, and sling is someone who exchanges sex for drugs. Wait. Wait, oh, hold okay. on. No, no, no. Get no, the no. flag. That wait, we have to talk about how that's worded. What does it mean when, when you call somebody a strawberry? Strawberry means somebody who exchanges sex for drugs. Yeah, that's it's not somebody who exchanges drugs for sex. So it's like, hey, you got drugs? I'll fuck you if you get I'll fuck you for it. That is Scott. Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> but that is a right side up strawberry, my friend. Okay, so if upside down strawberry means you trade means drugs gonna, for sex, means yeah. Okay, so that, <laughs> <laughs> I, need to get, I need to get rid of the flag. That hey, says, sweet thing, I got some blow. <laughs> we need we need a flag that says "Please feed the horse drugs." <laughs> yeah, Jeez. I need to bring that for camping. Yeah, uh, for this oh yeah. weekend. Uh, yep. somewhere it's in the side by side. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, I went looking I, for bug spray over the weekend, and I found the flag. Don't feed the horse drugs. 
And so I pulled it out and I'm like, found it. <laughs> and everyone's like, you're an idiot. What was the party poster I showed you that's going on? The lick and stick tattoo party? Oh, that sounds fun. Yeah. <laughs> Do you, you don't lick the tattoo, obviously. No, there's a tattoo artist there and he just tattoos you while you're partaking. Oh. The lick and stick tattoo party. Yeah, so which you lick I think and is, stick and the guy tattoos I, you while you're doing it. I think it. Is, is happening at ODB. Huh. I think ODB. I don't know if that's party. what it is, but no. that'd be great if that was the actual party. <laughs> I, I believe they're temporary tattoos, but you can't put them on with like the sponge or whatever. <laughs> God damn it. Exactly. <laughs> so I know two ways to apply that. Yeah, tattoo. <laughs> and there's only a, that's just one of the parties that's going on this weekend. The, the Halloween weekend at campground is. And Friday night's also a full moon, so they're going to get weird. That's going to be a shit show. Yeah. yeah. It'll be fun. I'm excited. Yeah. Um, now you know why everything said no cameras, no video. Like, Yeah. Yeah. They all have like that Vegas mentality. Well, but it happens so, at so it's very much what speaking of those Facebook is very groups, much what happens at Rand's days. There's people yeah. that'll post in a Facebook group about pictures and it's hilarious because there's like a handful of responses that are like they use logic and they use like actual law and they explain what it means when you're in public and somebody's taking pictures and you don't want them to take pictures of you, then you should not be in public. Yeah. But you can't be like, you can't take pictures of me. It's a good point. Yeah. And it's like, actually, I can because you're in public. Yeah. yeah. So if you don't want me to take pictures of you, then don't be here. And I won't. Now, there but are, now there but are like unwritten rules. There's unwritten rules and there's some posted rules like uh, like COB. If you go there, they do the announcement at the beginning and they say all the rules. You have to be 21 to be there. Uh, everything is purely consensual. Like da, 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 da. There is no photography, no video. And they literally have very large individuals in very large black jackets that are walking around. Yeah, if yeah, they yeah. see you so much as pull your cell phone out to check the time. They walk over and they're like, put it away right fucking now. And really? if they see a flash go off, they will take your phone and delete your entire library of photos and then give you your phone back. Really? Like they do not fuck around because oh. it's it's a if you can't come and party responsibly with the rest of us, yeah. because you got to be that fucking guy, yeah. we're gonna treat you like that fucking guy. And yeah. there's right. a lot of these motherfuckers I'll tell you right now. Like well, no, I, I understand it. If somebody tried to take my phone, I'd hit him with the one poo. If I get a no, text though, and I check my text, and then some aggro dude comes over they're for just, no reason, they're just okay. going to come and tell you to put your phone away. Yeah, yeah, and Mikey, that's fine. I'll, and, and totally I'll, understandable. Mikey, I'll that's, play, that's, that's totally understandable. I will play this hypothetical with you. Okay, so you're because you're coming this weekend. I am, and and your better app is coming with you. Sure. And so if you're in an area where there's a reason for you to take your phone out and maybe take a picture or video of what's going on. You're probably not going to do that. Well, yeah, I'm not going to anyways. So in that hypothetical, if somebody texts you while well, whatever that is going on, that you should be taking your phone out or taking pictures or videos of because it's worth looking at, you're probably not going to look at your phone. You're probably going to stay staring at what's going that's on. That's probably 100% yeah. accurate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but my, my, my point is because almost, everyone that's going to text you is going to be there with you. Yeah. Very, almost, very true. Almost every weekend, there's some motherfucker that tries to do that shit. He's like, well, I was just looking at my fucking phone. And they're like, cool. And you can go over there and you sure. can check your shit. Yeah. And then you can come back. It, it's there's and every, Almost every weekend, there's somebody that tries to bow up on these motherfuckers. And then all of a sudden, there's six of them. And it's like, 
and you'd watch the crowd just go whoop. And it's just yeah. that motherfucker. And, and I'll watch. Yeah. And no. he's removed. Literally, and it's, like, it's strip, cl- strip club rules. Yep. That's if, fine. If they say, hey, take a picture of this, you take a picture of it. If they don't, you don't pull your phone out. Okay. <laughs> My point is, is let's say. <laughs> when in strip club history have they have somebody told you to take a picture of this? Hey. No. Oh, I got on oh, my old phone. I have. <laughs> really? Maybe. Like, I've never been asked that in a no. gym bar. Yeah. Well, like, maybe we have different conversations with the people at strip clubs. <laughs> obviously. All I'm saying is, like, like for instance, like, I'm a dad. Yeah. There's going to be people watching my children while I'm at this campground. Right. If someone texts me and I look at my phone, and then the next thing I know is I have this dude being aggro, being aggro, not being polite and being go and going, okay. hey, man, sure. da, 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 da. Because 100% got it, dude. I got to go over here. No problem, right? That's okay. pr- that's Maybe not problem. Maybe I misexplained it. They're not going to come over and try and slap you in the pee-pee because you pulled your phone out. But they're going to tell you to put it away. Sure. Nobody's looking to try and start a fight out there. Oh, it's I know. It's just some idiot that out there that thinks that they're more alpha than the guys around them. And I'm like, and you're not. You're, you're not letting me finish what I'm saying, man. <laughs> like, get, I'm agreeing with you. If somebody gets aggro, you're getting aggro back. If they get aggro with me while I'm trying to look at a text, <laughs> like, like if you're just going like this, like you're not, you're, your phone's not up, you're not taking pictures, you're just doing this, you, right? But you have to understand when there's 400 people standing around, they're not going to come and make sure that what you're doing is harmless. They're just going to tell you to fuck off. I'm totally Like, it's better just it. to have a zero tolerance policy than it is trying to filter out everybody's interactions. I'm going to wait till I see these guys walking around, and when they get close to Mikey, I'm texting Mikey. <laughs> <laughs> Do it. My recommendation is, if you feel like you need to check your phone, just walk out of the crowd and check your phone, and then walk back into the crowd. Well, like, it's that simple. Yes. But obviously, <laughs> all right, all I'm saying is, is like, there's a right way and a wrong way to approach somebody like that. Anybody who's ever done security knows that. Anybody who's ever bartended knows that. There's oh, a right way okay. and a wrong way. I'm playing devil's advocate right here. <laughs> there's a right way and a wrong way to pull your phone out when you're aware that you're not supposed to have your phone out in a certain area. Absolutely. So by you taking your phone out. you guys keep arguing out, with me while I'm agreeing with everything you're fucking saying? By you taking your phone out, it doesn't matter the reason why. You're in the wrong because you know that that shouldn't happen while you're there. So if it happens, you should leave that area, look at your phone, and then come back. Well, then they should, if, if it's a zero policy, they should just be like, hey, there's no phones allowed here. They do. And then people still pull them out. Like, they're not going to tell you don't bring it over there. They literally say, do not have your phone out. They Before the show even starts, and it's posted on giant fucking screens that are glowing, staring you through the fucking face that says, no cell phones, no cameras. Like it's posted everywhere. No. So if you pull your phone out, you are in the wrong 100%. I might be confused about the situation then. Yes. The naked girls rebuilding the Jenga stage. You can't pull your fucking phone out. (laughs) (laughs) I got that. All right. So if you are in that circle watching it, that's roped off and it's in that controlled environment that is now posted. Don't bring out your fucking cell phone and you pull your cell phone out. You're the asshole. Oh, I'm say, I'm thinking like I'm just at the it, campground no, sitting there. Which type is of why thing. I said over at COB, which is Call of Booty, there's a no cell phone policy. Well, I don't know your fucking acronym. See, yeah, I thought it was close <laughs> of business. That's where I went too. Call of Booty. I'm going to have to meet these guys while we're there. You will. But my favorite clan that I've seen on the map so far is Planned Piratehood. <laughs> They're next door to us. That's funny. They're next door to our campground. Yeah. Uh, the names are fun. I know, right? Yeah, because there's Naughty Ham, Swing On By, yep. uh, ODB, and no, I'm not going to tell them. I'm not going to tell you what it stands for. But 
it's a joke because they get they go to both. You have to go meet the ODB guys and figure out what their name means. I mean, I, like you have to go. I go straight to Wu Tang, man. Old dirty bastard. That's not what it stands for. Um, but you'll go. Would you say that these guys aren't nothing to fuck with? <laughs> uh, do you know the ones in their camp that aren't the ones to fuck with? The girls running the bar. Well, you never fuck with the person running the bar. I have seen, I have seen those ladies handle business. And it's hilarious because you'll have like other clan members because they have a pirate ship that they roll out. It's a permanent installation. And part of it is a bar. So you can go up and they, and these ladies run the bar and you tip and you get drinks and the whole nine yards. And I have seen dudes that have tried to get stupid and the guys don't even move from like where they're leaning on the bar. And cause it's just like, they don't need to get involved. But it's a it's a good environment. Like it's everybody protects everybody. Everybody watches out. Like, but you're gonna have creepers. You can't put that many people in one place with those kind of interactions. You're gonna have creepers. It, there's also, let's call it what it is, man. There's a lot of people who have never been involved in situations yeah. like that, you know. And the, maybe they don't understand how to how to act. They don't know how to deal. That's what they have. Rules. You know, sure. But they're, it's not like they're unwritten. They're posted. Yeah, a lot of them, there's clan rules. A lot of people have flags outside their clans and stuff like that. Call of Booty is definitely all posted rules. Everybody knows how you're supposed to behave there. And every, every time somebody tries to get away with it. How big of an area do they have roped off? 200 acres is the size. Well, the campgrounds, the campground. you're talking about Call of Booty? Yeah, like, so, like individual clans and stuff. Oh, it depends. It depends. Some of them are three and four acres. Like they're huge clans. Nice. Um, like how big of an area do we have? We're probably taking 50 by like 120. Cool. So we're taking a clan size footprint. We've already gotten permission to, because we're not leaving anything. Yeah. So the perk of having a clan is that you can go with the, you get early access before the fair opens and you can go and set your campground and leave it. Yeah. For the entire season. And, uh, but most of the clan people, they have like multiple RVs that go out and they build their structures and they do all that. Kind sure. Of stuff. But, uh, we're taking a clan size footprint, but it will, we're allowed to do it because we're temporary. Yeah. But we're all, it's just like a courtesy because the wedding or what? Uh, no, you can do it anyways. Like you can, you can show up and, and cause it's first come first serve for the rest of the campground. It's yeah. just that if you're a clan, you can leave your stuff up all season and leave it roped off and, and you're nice. guaranteed that footprint. So, oh, that's cool. But the reason that we're going to be there, like when it opens on Thursday is that we'll beat everybody there to rope off and take as much space as we want. Okay advantageous you say man i just need a spot to park that's where i'm sleeping <laughs> we'll have more than enough space super easy on the on the 200 plus acres of campground there will be a place for you to park. cool <laughs> this saturday i was just looking at attendance numbers pirate weekend they had thirty-two thousand people wow i saw uh, a friend of mine was there uh She didn't elaborate on anything. She was just there. Oh, it's like a cool story, bro. <laughs> <laughs> there was no elaboration. I was just like, <clears throat> I was surprised that she went. It wasn't one of them. I'll tell you who it is after this. Because it surprised me that she was there. A lot of people, you know, they'll meet somebody like me that's all about it. And it sounds interesting enough that they're like, you know, fuck it. Or they have a group that like, hey, we're going out to camp and see the fair and eat food and whatever and they're along for the adventures so. dude like i've only ever been to the one back east and the one in maryland and 
it was it was a good fucking time man like just like the people watching and the interaction and the food was fucking great like turkey legs for days bro like I mean, it was i just found out they're awesome. apparently serving 24 inch corn dogs now i'm a fan of corn dogs do you say 24 inch corn dogs it's, it's called the king's corn dog oh and apparently when they lifted up it's they, bigger than one from the fair remember when you and i yeah we, we, we didn't want to eat them because we were like I didn't like you didn't want me taking pictures of you eating a corn dog and vice versa. So we like ate them from the side, all weird. <laughs> yeah, there's a apparently now a 24 inch corn dog. <laughs> Fucking love corn dogs, man. You know what I had today? I found them at HEB. White Castle made fucking uh, pizza rolls, like like Totino's pizza rolls, but they're like White Castle cheeseburgers inside. <laughs> that sounds good. You know? Weirdly was- enough, delicious. <laughs> Tasted exactly <laughs> like a White Castle, huh. minus if, the fucking, minus if, the fact that it wasn't boiled, you know, because that shit always tastes wet or feels wet. If you take a hot dog and you put it inside a chick on her, if she's having a yeast infection and you let it sit for 24 hours, you pull it out, it's a corn dog. <laughs> Ol- only if you deep fry it. <laughs> I don't well yeah, but <laughs> gross. <laughs> gross. <laughs> or one time this chick was That's a, a total what came, came first, the yeast infection or the That is hot a dog? total different definition to glizzy grip. <laughs> uh, you still get the little crunchy part on the tip. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> what style is that? It's not a Chicago dog. <laughs> Jersey, Jersey Frank? Pillsbury. Jersey Frank. I'm going to go with Jersey. Jersey seems to be a good fit for that. Yeah. I was thinking somewhere in Taiwan. But. <laughs> I don't know. I will tell you, hot dogs don't really shock me because I, I saw a girl with nine raccoon tails at the... Nine. Nine raccoon tails. How'd that work? <laughs> I didn't get, cur- cur- get a chance to ask. I have logistical questions. <laughs> I, I did too. But, uh, Not I the kind of girl you want to talk to. All you have to do is pull one of them. You'll figure out how the rest of the eight are it, yeah, it was, attached. It was something. It was, it was her with nine, and then the other three had ones that they had like app control for, and it changed the colors on them. <laughs> You've seen the ones that uh, the butt plugs that have like the the LEDs on them. And that's what I'm talking about. There was there was the girl was with tail? nine tails. The, the girl had no, nine the, tails, the, and then the, her three friends all had ones that had oh. literally app control, and they could change the color of the LED on them. Like I would just put it to like the beat of music. See, there, you know, yes. there, there's not a lot of times <laughs> in my life where I wish I was a hacker, but times like that, I really wish I was. <laughs> I wanted and to go ask whether or not they had a blinker mechanic on them, so you could like. Oh, he's going right. <laughs> <We're> going <left>. <laughs> no, like for the ones that are like the app controlled ones that vibrate. Oh, those yeah. are the ones that just like, I wish I, I wish I knew how to hack shit. Cause that'd be so fun right now. <laughs> I can, I can show you a device that you can order that will hack anything with an open network. Mm. And they're like 80 bucks. And just walk around Renfair. And just take them over. Yeah. <laughs> Well, like, okay. if it had a bleaker you control, guys look around and I'm gonna adjust it. Do you know how, <laughs> we'll see who do you know how assistive that could be? She could just stand there with it and just like give you signals from behind as like more to the left, more to the right, like give you speed indicators and shit. Just it's red or green flashing. It's actually adaptive. It's like yeah. like if you're banging a chick that's like deaf. 
It'd be like <laughs> it'd be like it'd be like equipment. it'd be like fucking, but with Guitar Hero. <laughs> so if you're paying, a, never mind. Nope. What? Nope. Mm -mm. No. No. Nope. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck. John, no, I'm looking forward to it. Who's our guest? Oh fuck! I it wasn't really going to be a guest. I just brought it up to show Mikey. Uh, this is the the ten foot six and a half inch alligator I got last year. She uh, strikes me as a Tessie. Uh hey, it might be. It was a no. This one was a male. Oh okay. Yeah, That's my yeah. sweet baby's name. This one was a male. Uh, the females typically don't get that big. Um, I think the state record for a female is. Just shy of 11, if I remember right. The state record for a gator in Not Texas. True. Was in Texas, I happen to know that the record for a female was like 63 in one shot. <laughs> happened in Houston. Seen the video. <laughs> was her name Debbie? No. No, that was Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> God, you're dumb. We no. said Houston. <laughs> I didn't know if she did Houston too. I don't know. Nope. It wasn't Miss Deborah. It was another yeah. one. <laughs> it was another fine, upstanding young lady. But yeah, so I, so I got this over the weekend. They picked it up from the taxidermist Friday. And this morning, the taxidermist calls me and said, hey, your, your hide's in. <laughs> well, that's convenient. <laughs> and I literally told him, I'm like, oh, that's funny because I know the post office doesn't do deliveries at 9 a.m. on a Monday. <laughs> you know, like, uh, and this was picked up on a Friday. So what the fuck? <laughs> it could come Saturday. He's not open Saturdays. Yeah. It, this guy's been a shit show. I mean, he does a good job, but actually he doesn't even do it. He fucking farms it out to somebody else, which I found out. Which this really the same, pissed me off. Same place that I got my deer at. Yeah. Yeah. Down in Victoria. Yep. Yeah. I really pissed. And see, that's when you want to figure out who he's farming it out to. I, I you know already knew. You know, there's Here's a 40 the or 50 percent. I already price. fucking knew who he brought it to. But because of word of mouth and the people that I know, I sent it to this dude. This dude sent it to the fucking other guys that I know. Yeah. So the one I got this year is that the, markups a bitch. The guys that I know. And now I know what I fucking pay for it. And I was fucking I had big feelings. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it is what it is. You know, you got to learn sometimes you got to pay to learn. This is the medulla oblongata. Yeah, or what was of it. But that's why you shoot them right here. Yeah. Because that part, the brainstem, connects to the spinal cord coming out right there. That's yeah. what makes them so angry. But there's no armor right there. You got all those that's the only spot. The toothbrush. Toothbrush. Right? I've been, I, I can't wait to get the one I got back uh, this year. Um, because I think I clipped the crown with the bullet. And oh. so I'm, I'm intrigued to see if there's so, a little half moon. Let me get this right. Yeah. That's the only place they don't have armor. Yep. So God, in his infinite wisdom, yep. says we need to incorporate an off switch to this thing. Yes. That I'm about to create. <laughs> yeah. Yes. 100%. I'm going to put it right behind there. Because, I'm going to put it right here. Because yeah. they're just, they're fucking dinosaurs. Yeah. yeah. Well, your, your typical like, like deer kill shot, right? Yeah. Right behind the shoulder and the rib cage, the whole nine. That's not really how it works for gators. Like they have vitals that are in there, yeah. But they're they're they just don't care. It's not like if if you don't get that perfect fucking shot on the side that you can't see because it's under yeah. the water. Yeah, you're not gonna you're just gonna piss that fucking thing off and yeah. it's just gonna swim. Like there's gators that I've seen that have three legs because they got one ripped off by another gator and it's still alive. And they're yeah, like, they I've seen them that have 
they have growths on the side of their jaw from a hook that was stuck in them for years and their bone just grew around the hook. Yeah. Like these things don't die. Yeah. <laughs> Some of the most bad. resilient animals. Yeah. Well, it's something planet. like no evolutionary chain in the last like 230 million years. Yeah. Like they're this just gator, the same. This gator took three nine mil rounds right there, right in the back of the head. Three nine mil fucking solid point, not hollow point, right fucking there. We'll be pulled out of the water. We put it on the bridge. And it put, I put a pelican in its mouth to take pictures. So I thought it was dead. And it, I watched it put pressure on that pelican. And I watched the whole entire body move. And I grabbed a 40 cal from one of the guys that was there and put a 40 round through it. <laughs> and we picked the gator up to put it on the fucking the, the trailer. And in the wood was that 40 cal round. Right. So it went straight through. It went, it went straight through. But when I, I shot it on the bridge with a nine mil and it did not go through. Yeah. So it had three nine mil bullets inside its fucking head. And it was still trying. And to was still like, brain. fuck you, bro. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. They're tough as fuck, man. Yeah. So you send me videos when you do the dog and knife hunt for one of those. <laughs> right. I, I wouldn't want to use the dogs. <laughs> I love dogs too much. Yeah. <laughs> well, that'd be a snack for these fuckers. Dog back. That's it. Gone. The dog disappeared. Yep. Like, what the fuck happened? That's why it surprises me that William keeps as many dogs as he does down there. Oh, they, 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 so like you see the videos in like Florida, of like the gator going across the road. Yeah. Well, they don't have roads on his ranch, but in Florida it's different because they're so desensitized to people because they have to cohabitate with yeah. them. Yeah. Um, but if you find a get like you see a gator in a neighborhood and you walk up to it, it's just going to look at you. You go into the Everglades and you see a gator and you try to get close to it. Yeah, it's food. fucking no, it's gone. Oh yeah, it it you're not food to a gator. You're right. It's defensive if you fuck with it, but right. it knows that okay, that's not food. That's not what I eat. That's not my normal diet. I'm not going after it. Yeah, a little dog kind of looks like a raccoon or a pig. Yeah, it's gonna eat that. Yeah, you know what I mean. You see like those videos where like the guys like walk in his fucking Palmeranian and his dog just gets that guy smashed. is a fucking hero oh, because the, oh, the he kept a cigar in his mouth the whole time as he ripped the gator's fucking mouth open and pulled his dog out. saved his dog and then was like fuck off <laughs> <laughs> it was just like now, I was a little gator gross. but doesn't matter it doesn't look <laughs> damn gator dude when the fucking story gets written that thing was yeah. nine feet long yeah. so it doesn't matter if it's little or if it's big this is it, I mean yeah. this is a big this is a good sized gator yeah but if you feel those teeth they look round they're, they're not, not but if you they're feel not. them, they're sharp. They're fucking sharp. Yep. So when that dude put his hands in and opened that yeah. gator's mouth, I guarantee you he broke skin. Yeah. Yeah. And I guarantee you maybe one of those fingers got infected because these fucking gator they're mouths dirty are nasty. As fuck. These are, they are nasty. <laughs> also, keep in mind, well, all their teeth interlock. They so kill things yeah. and then eat them. They let them rot. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. They'll kill a pig or something and just bury it underneath the bank yeah. for like three weeks just let it get nice and gross yeah and then it'll be like mm, softened up yeah well they can't, <laughs> they can't bite like they can't tear off a piece of meat right and so all they can do is shake their head and if it's sometimes when they kill on a fresh kill they can grab chunks and shake yeah. and they'll like rip the rest of the body the rest of the body will rip it off sometimes they can't that's why they let it rot yeah because once it rots for a little bit then they do that little bit of a shake and it just comes right apart yeah. everybody likes a good tender piece of meat yeah, yeah right. i mean it's like it's, <laughs> it's the difference between a fucking slow and low except yeah, 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 yeah. low it doesn't regard to temperature re I, regards I, to depth I gotta, they bury it a little <laughs> low in the river and they let it sit there real long nice and slow i got a question do do they have like big tongues so their whole 
and their bottom jaw, it's it's open, right? Yeah. So they have skin. Yeah. And then they the whole thing is taken up by a tongue. But the tongue isn't used like they can't stick it out. Is it attached? It's attached on the bottom, but it's a giant muscle. So yeah, they yeah. use it to to, right. to it's, manipulate whatever they put in their mouth and to, yeah. to get it's it like down their throat. Pretty much. Because I've <laughs> never I've never seen a gator lick its lips. Like that'd be kind of cool. Like <laughs> it was good, you know. It'd be kind of fucking terrifying. <laughs> yeah, you know? right. Gator just pops or, out, and just goes, or like like a dog. I'm, like, I'm, I'm done. A dog has a big snout, and sometimes the tongue hangs out the side. Like yeah. that'd be kind of funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, way different than a, than a canine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Speaking of dogs, fucking dog had a stroke. Yeah, that's what she said. What, what the fuck? Yeah, dude. Tank had a stroke. Oh shit. Yeah. How's he doing? He's he surprisingly well, actually. The tough little fucker. Yeah. Is um, his left side a little slower? His left his left back leg. Yeah. Is still a little wonky. Wow. Yeah. Like, like, so it was Justin, you remember as I was leaving here last Monday or last Tuesday, we recorded on Tuesday. Yeah. And as I was leaving here, Haley called me and I was on the phone when I gave you the, when I dapped you up to say bye. Yeah. She'd call me and the first thing she says, she's like, something wrong with Tank. And I'm like, what's wrong with him? And she's like, he can't use his back feet. I'm like, what the fuck? He can't use his back legs. What the fuck? Turns out he can he can use one back leg. Just his other one is tripping the other one. And because he's retarded, <laughs> he was just dragging his ass in. But she went to, she let him outside. Normal day. Went out there. Went to call him back in. And he's all of a sudden she heard something weird on the deck. And he's dragging across the deck. And she's like, what the fuck? So she called me. Well, the closest we could get as a um, appointment was three o'clock the following day. Uh, I get there and he's like, yep, weirdly enough. And it made me think of Kira. Actually, he goes, weirdly enough, this happens most prominently in old black labs. Yeah. But it's pretty normal. He's like, it's strange that he's only four years old. So he's pretty young to right. have it happen to him. He's like, but he's a bulldog and everything they do medically gets turned up to fucking 11. So, <laughs> you know, it's like that. So, but yeah, essentially because the way their nervous system works, like, like us, our blood flow, you know, goes heart brain than everything else right dogs goes everything else then brain then everything else right so it flows in a different direction so the blood clot was heading towards the back mm. and the blood clot just clamped huh. off in his spine somewhere in the middle of his back and it just laid on that side mm. and he lost fucking use of his left back left leg so right when i get there he gives him an aspirin and then put him on prednisone you know as like a fucking steroid right and he goes he goes my, my vet's been doing this for like 30 years and he's like look man in 30 years i can count on one hand how many dogs haven't recovered from this yeah. and i was like so, i was like so prognosis is good he's right. like, yeah it's fine he's like but i mean for the next couple of weeks it's gonna suck you know he's gonna pee a lot he's gonna drink a lot you know you're gonna have him on these meds we're right. trying to knock it the fuck out to loosen up that fucking blood flow and all that you know so i got him on meds right now and he being him hasn't skipped a fucking beat you know yeah that dog is 70 fucking pounds now jesus christ like he's a fucking tank aptly named <laughs> just a fucking beast man like yeah he's a dense little fucker here is 86 pounds she's twice the size of him though i know <laughs> <laughs> like he's in, just, in height and length yeah he's just <laughs> dense man he's a dense little fucker um but yeah he uh kibby remembers tank it's basically a dog version of you, dude. <laughs> Short, dense little fucker. <laughs> like, fucking. So if you had a fucking bum knee, that's my dog right now. So, uh, but yeah, he should be okay. I'm, I got to follow up this week with him. Um, and then, uh, you know, but yeah, had a fucking stroke. That's crazy. Super weird, man. I'm glad he's doing okay, though. Yeah. Yeah. I like him. He's a good, he's a good pooch. 
because I was kicking around the idea of taking Scott's dog off his hands. And then I was like, I got bulldogs stroking out on me and shit. I don't know if it's a good idea. <laughs> All of our bulldogs have been super healthy, though. We've never had an issue with any of them. Do that video you sent me a Daisy. Mm-hmm. She's like a merge of all three of my dogs into one dog. Yeah. Like, cause she acts like bulldogs and yeah. two of mine are bulldogs. And like with the fucking path yeah. and everything. That's Coco. She does that. Yeah. Her fucking sweetness is like Tessie yeah. who jazz will back that up. is the sweetest animal on the fucking planet. Yeah. And then fucking, she's got the energy of tank. Like, Hey, what's up? She's got the energy <laughs> for 10 minutes and then it's over. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, it's bursts. Like she won't even, <laughs> I try to let her out here and she'll, she like, okay, I'm done. I'm done. Put me, I'm, I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so. Oh, I can't take it's been three and a half minutes. Dog. It's like, dude, like, <sighs> I don't know how people take bulldogs for walks. Cause mine are like, oh, they don't. no, dude, like I'll take tank around a block. That's why bulldogs about halfway are, through. He's like, I'm finished. That's why bulldogs are good <laughs> on skateboards. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> mine are too dumb to do that. Huh? That, that's cool. speaking of dogs I, I i think i have another dog i just don't physically have this other dog yet so the womacks have a rescue and they rescue bassets right and so one of their dogs they got last year they got these two puppies yeah oh, they're one, of, those two. one of one of them already has a home and the other one delilah is still there and delilah is the black and white one and they're half basset half pit and she's the biggest fucking sweetheart in the entire world yeah. every time i'm down there she's just like it's my dog yeah and so for a while it you know william and jess were like fucking stop petting our dog like it's not yours you know <laughs> and then this weekend they're like you're gonna take your fucking dog or what <laughs> and i'm like i i can't have another dog right now yeah. <laughs> i had a basset growing up what a great dog mm-hmm they're fun. It got when it got older. It was so lazy. It would lay in front of the door, and you literally would open the door and slide it across the fucking floor, and it wouldn't even move. <laughs> like wouldn't even pick its head up. Like whatever. <laughs> like, <laughs> yep. My aunt had a. Uh, I guess it wasn't a bass. It was a beagle. Yeah, yeah it was a beagle. But it was uh, it was funny. She she let my my cousin name it, and it was when he was a baby, yeah. like learning how to talk. And he named it, uh, so like, you know how, like when you get purebreds, how like in those like fancy bloodlines, you have to have like a remnants of the name of the mother in the, in your dog's name okay, or whatever. So like the dog's mom's name was diamond Lil, which is fucking stupid name. So they had to have some kind of thing. So the dog's official name on paper was diamond baby woo woo. Cause that was all my cousin Gary could say. I called it a woo woo. <laughs> I was like, that's adorable but at the same time kind of kind of annoying basset puppies are awesome yeah because you get them running and their ears are like almost they're full size they're full size ears (laughs) when they're puppies they just trip over their ears so they literally like you'll get them running at you they'll step on their ear it'll pull their head into the ground and they'll do a fucking cartwheel cartwheel. (laughs) yeah that's pretty pretty crazy what the fuck can i find that picture it's gonna annoy the piss out of me um so uh, when do you guys think uh i know we've already been going for a little bit and all over the fucking place but when do you guys think world war three is kicking off fucking soon i hope this one (laughs) yep that one that's your dog yep yep delilah let me see it's a sweet baby that's Uh, her as a fucking little she's a little puppy yeah yeah Yeah. that picture was taken january 10th they were about six weeks old when they first got them back 
They were still quarantined. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, when do you guys think World War III is kicking off? Fucking, I hope so. I hope soon. Do you think it's, it's going to de-escalate? So here's the thing, man. I'm seeing all of this, this, you know, pro-Palestinian talk and all this. And they're like, oh, there's, there's, there's innocent people there in the Gaza Strip and all this. And maybe it's just my head, but I started thinking, I was like, all right, we're all Americans. Yeah. We're all voters. If we vote into power, let's say we voted Hitler into power. Who's culpable? Is it Hitler for being a douchebag or the people who put him in power? Uh, yes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Is in, who's innocent? If he goes out and does atrocities, who's innocent? Are the people innocent? Because it's a good question. Because everybody's like, oh, there's innocent people here. Yeah, it's like easy, those same innocent people put Hamas in charge. The easy loophole in that is you're assuming 100%, 100% vote for that person. Agreed. Oh, Very and, true. And, like right now, it'd so, be. It'd and be, you're assuming like, there is more than. Like, I'm an, more choices than the worst two choices with, that we're like, presented with. It, there's also I, it's not like it's a democracy there either right? i guarantee like, you in the seven person in this room we do not have a hundred percent that voted for our current president uh, we so but by your argument we have a hundred percent that voted against <laughs> but by argument you're culpable for everything the president does let's see that's by, what by your argument. that's well, what I'm, I, I, that's what i'm saying though it's like I, under, I understand i think you need to i heard that i'm going to regurgitate some news because i i it kind of made sense to me right okay i think you need to Remove the fact that that the Palestinians, not all of them, are part of Hamas, right? Yeah. So if you think of Hamas as an independent entity from Palestine, yeah, then you can wrap your head around it a little bit better, right? I think we need to recognize that there's no such place called Palestine anymore. Well, so okay, <laughs> I get that. Now, but it, the 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 simplest way to break it down. In, in layman's terms about how it, it's structured over there is Gaza is run by the Palestinians, right? Yeah. Can we all agree on that? Sure. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. the West Bank, it's run by the Palestinians. That's who was the, the separation of those two places from Israel was because of the Palestinians. So the West Bank's ran by Jordan. Right, but the Palestinians governed by, or, but, by Jordan. But Palestinians are the people that live in both locations. Yes. Okay. So the Palestinians didn't organize themselves in a way to conduct their own government and to be able to sustain and run their own locations that they have. So Hamas was there and recruited from the Palestinians to create originally a an entity that governed those areas. And the way Hamas governed those areas was we're going to bring in supplies. We're going to bring in things. We're going to create a peace on our own streets from our own people. Okay. Because the Palestinians didn't have a government entity that was set up in that way, per se. They didn't have somebody that stepped up and right. was going to be a leader and say, hey, look, like we need to get our shit under control and we can't be lawless anymore. By the way, this is exactly how you end up with an HOA. <laughs> it's fucking verbatim. <laughs> Ver fucking batum. Normally I'm not pro I fucking, HOA. I fucking love I love the analogy yeah. that Palestine or no, that no, Hamas, no, no. Hamas, Hamas is, is an HOA. An HOA. That's the greatest That's shit I've ever heard. Hamas is Palestine's <laughs> HOA. <laughs> That's all it is. Yeah, you got a bunch of fucking Karens, but instead of sending letters, they send bullets. 
and rockets. Hamas is nothing more Fuck. than an HOA. That is fucking funny. God damn it. But that's how Hamas got to where they're at. Right. Yeah. They went in there in, in, in the Palestinians eyes. They went in there as, hey, we're going to be the governing body. We're going to take away the lawless in the streets and neighborhoods that are here. Yeah. And we're going to we're going to instill a little bit of discipline, a little bit of laws. Sounds like the Taliban. It, that's exactly what the fuck they are. <laughs> no, it really is. Yeah. It's fucking right. It is. Everybody but, lawn. Everybody's lawn is the same height if there is no fucking lawn. Exactly. <laughs> but in the in the Palestinians' eyes, it was it was, uh, for lack of better words, the only option. Right. Because nobody else stepped up, and there are two million people that are in that fucking area to be like, hey, look, you know what? Maybe there's a better way we can do this for our own sake. Yeah. But they didn't. And then Hamas started getting funding from everywhere else. And then they have obviously a militaristic influence. Well, the problem is that Hamas an agenda. is Hamas is a known and has been a known terrorist group for fucking years. Well, right? Okay. But why are they like, a terrorist group? Uh, so I think that on the three basic tenets of their charter. Yeah. 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 But, <laughs> yeah right. But when it, so the eradication, of, I heard somebody call the Israelis Nazis. This is your generation, Justin. Yeah. I want you to know how fucking stupid they well, are. I love that they call, they call it an apartheid. Like, like the Israelis are doing an ethnic cleansing of Gaza. Like, there's you, people that wanna, fucking you, believe it. If you want to know who's good or bad, it's easy. If, if, if Palestine gave up all their weapons and quit fighting today, that would be, be the one. end of it. If Israel gave up all their weapons and quit fighting today, they no would be wiped out tomorrow. Yep. Yeah. That's how you know if it's who's good and bad here. It's pretty easy. It's yeah. pretty fucking easy. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Now, do you know the other thing that'll let you know who's good and bad? Which one of the two groups is willing to show their face? <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> right. Now, this, I'm in front I'm gonna, of a camera like this. I'm going to, you're hit, wearing a ski mask. I'm, I'm going <laughs> to tell you this. If you have to hide your identity, you're not a good guy. Now, the hardest part about this conflict Fucking is special forces operators. There are, Pal by the way, way to go, White House. Yeah. Jesus. Fucking blowing their spot up. There are Palestinians <laughs> that <laughs> don't want this happening. Sure. And there are Palestinians that just want to fucking live and do their own thing. And yep. they're caught in the middle of everything that's going on. Are they, though? That's my question. Yes. Are they? Because well, where are they going to go? Yeah. Egypt. Egypt. Egypt no, Egypt's like, fuck you. No, Egypt's closed their borders. They closed it? Well, fuck yeah. They closed it they the closed, day like the shit day, happened. A day it started. And they're like, we will not take any of you. Yep. See, that's. So fuck. now here's the thing that what? really throws all of this into a, a, a uh, what's the what? word I'm looking for? A regional conflict. That makes me wonder why. <laughs> this is why, <laughs> like, right? There's the because question, right? None, nobody that's around there, nobody in that area wants Israel there. That's so if they allow people to leave Gaza, Israel takes over. Yeah. There is now no more Gaza. Israel has more land. They have more power. They have more Which, whatever the fuck. If I'm not mistaken, Israel volunteered to give up the land. They did. They did. In the first place. Four different times. In the last in, time in they a, did in it. History, four different times. The, the last, last time like they did 200 it. 200 years or something. They shit. all came to Camp David in the United States to broker a deal. And, and the leader of Gaza at the time backed out of the deal because the surrounding countries wouldn't accept the, the, the deal that was brokered, for lack of better words. What do they call it? The three no's? 
It's like yeah. three no's. It's, yep. uh, it, it's, it's, it's. So essentially Israel was willing to go like, you know what? We don't want to fight. Yeah. We're going to do two so states. We're going to do it like this. Take the land and you do your thing. We'll be, we'll be us. You be you. Everything's groovy. Yeah. And the neighbors were like, no, fuck that. We're not recognizing this. Yeah. Yep. Wait, why? Why? But so, so right now back to Mikey's point about the, 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 or my point, maybe Mikey's about the regional aspect of things and why, why Egypt isn't taking anybody from Gaza. If they did, Israel would take over Gaza and it would now become part of Israel and all the Palestinians would leave. Hamas would be wiped out. The world would be fucking okay. Except every other bordering country that is a Muslim country that borders Israel doesn't want this happening. And they would rather have a regional war and take out Israel than they would to make peace. They tried that and allow this to happen. And Israel beat their asses in six days. Exactly. They tried that before. (laughs) And so... But if, if if those surrounding countries wanted to de-escalate, they could, but they don't want to. Yeah. Well, it's because they don't recognize Israel. It's the same Israel reasons that Israel and Saudi country. Arabia was brokering a deal, and then all this shit went down right about the time they're almost brokering the deal because they don't want Saudi Arabia to broker a deal with Israel because it takes away the power from the region of the Muslim-run countries. Like there's so much that's going on in this that people have no idea that's actually so why why do, and they're like no we need to free Palestine why like, oh you don't understand what the fuck's going on in this part of the world yeah. why do Muslims hate Jews they don't so here's the thing about the Muslim religion the, because Abraham it. kicked out Ishmael here's the thing about the Muslim religion that's that why. that is the only religion right so, and until everybody in the world believes in that religion right there's going to be an issue yep here so until all the, the infidel is gone. Islam is a religion of peace. Hit him with the psyop, dog, because I know you studied this shit. Yeah. <laughs> I know you had to know so this. So <laughs> there is there is a concept and a rhetoric that is projected as Islam is a is a religion of peace. The rest of that phrase is essentially Islam is a religion of peace because when everybody is a Muslim, right, we will have peace. Exactly. That's actually yeah. the rest mm-hmm. of that phrase. Now where you have to dig further into it and you have to look at Islamic regime. Right. I am not saying the Islamic religion. A yes, having a deity forms a religion. However, Islam and its principal tenets have the format and set up as a governing body. Islam is a formation of government. It is a, is a form of governance. It is a form of control of, of uh, how to create territory, use that territory to become a sovereign state. That's why you have the reflection in a lot of these flags. So many of those countries, why there's green in the flag. Right. That is an Islamic representation, that that is the governing force in that country. Right. Um, if you want to see that, rec- uh, uh, Iran is actually a, a prime example of what happens is you had an incredibly uh, uh, ahead of the curve, advanced understanding country until the 80s. Yeah. And then they recognized Islam as the governing body within Iran and Iran fell to what it is now. Yeah. So when you look at it that way, this is not a everybody just needs their space. This is literally the You're fighting a belief, man. The 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 imperial the imperialistic aspect of the Islamic world is to continue to take over space to spread Islam. Yeah, look. Not it is not a, oh, well, we can live side by side. Right. And if, look, I'm just going to lay out, this is not a whatever. 
this is, if you want to go figure out why these tenants work the way they are and why the Quran, people like to quote it, they cherry pick it. Right. You also need to look at the structure of the Quran. I mean, let's be fair. So people cherry pick the Bible too. Oh, oh I'll, I'll it, shit it, all over Christians. Every religious scriptures cherry pick. I, I am, I am fair game when it comes to shitting on religion. Yeah. Um, Same dog. But I'm Catholic. <laughs> the Quran is structured from smallest book to largest book. It is not in timeline order. Okay. So if you rearrange the Quran into the timeline order, and everybody says, no, Muhammad was a prophet of peace. Mm -hmm. He was. In the beginning. In the beginning. And right. then he became a warlord. And then it became, there is only Islam. Yep. So you need to go look up like the passage of the sword and everything. And that is literally a name for a passage from the book. And the passage of the sword literally says that you are to hunt down, convert, and lay trap for all of those that do not believe. And it's convert or die. Like and, those, and it's perfectly le like acceptable in their religion to lie. lie. It's like if yeah. the it's like if the Catholics like just fully leaned into the Spanish Inquisition and never let that go. Yeah, yeah. it's called the Crusades. Um, <laughs> the yeah, but like still to this day, if they were still doing that, it would be like that, essentially. But so when you look at that format. And, and there, it is perfectly allowable in their religion to break their tenets, to lie in order to infiltrate, get yeah. more information, and then convert the non-believer. Mm -hmm. This is not an anti. It's not an anti uh, uh, Jewish aspect. It's not an anti Christian aspect. It's not an anti Hindu aspect. It is literally a you do not believe, not even believe. You do not follow the tenets of Islam. Right. So thus, my job is either to convert you or eliminate you. Right. Which and that's it. So it's not that they hate Jews. They hate everybody. Which surprises me, though, is because Jesus is in the Quran. Like He's Jesus, Jesus is recognized as a prophet. So one of the in most the Quran. As a, yeah, as a one of the most interesting things about the Quran, too, is it's it was written by one person in, over their one lifetime. Yeah. Where like the Bible is a series of stories over a period of time that were collected together. Yeah. And that, so and they've also historically factualized like moments in the bible right like the philistines being attacked by the israelites but those are recognized that's, that's old testament story and that's recognized in multiple religions absolutely yeah. absolutely so and and so you'll see there's a lot of action taking place now there's a lot of media that's coming out in the united states a lot of peaceful talks and all this kind of stuff about like there's no real difference between us it's all the god of abraham it's just which which one is recognized? Jesus is recognized as a great man and a prophet of the Lord because he also followed the God of Abraham and da 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 da. And all of that is to is to generate cognitive dissonance so that you're able to listen and look at how familiar that is. This is the same way the Catholic Church, when it expanded into into what they now know as pagan areas, and started borrowing tradition from other religions to make yeah. transference easier right. because you recognized something and found something familiar. That's why Jesus's birthday is in December now instead of April, I believe, originally, right? Yeah, based on the actual star position and stuff, it should have been sometime in the spring. But yeah. instead, they followed the winter equinox, and that's when Christmas became because that's that's winter it was a pagan that's, that's winter solstice. Winter solstice, yeah. So it's 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 interesting to look at. Uh, the behavior structure of it and all of it is about it's it's expansionism and imperialism it's not religion and so i i have said for a long time and those, that's the crusades those that those imperialism. that follow islam there's only two types there are those that understand it and are lying to you about it or though there are those that drink the kool-aid and don't understand their fucking religion mm -hmm. and those are the only two types there are 
And so do the ones that are honest, that are honest about it, join organizations like Hamas and cover their face and go and kill people. Those are, those are the ones that are actually practicing their political beliefs yep. in the way that their, their political structure has informed them to do it. So they, and it's, it's not just so Hamas, like, it's Al Qaeda. They it's were, they, they, I get, they I were calling it to the T. Yeah. ISIS followed it to the T. We call them terrorists. They're just so doing their thing. Is is it like is it like being a Mason where it's like a secret society and they have to ask you like questions to know if you're a Mason or not? Like how do if somebody's gonna come up and like I'm gonna kill you if you're not Muslim? And I'm like I'm Muslim. No, it's three o'clock. You start fucking bowing towards the east. <laughs> so, <laughs> what are you doing on Thursday? Banging a goat or a dude. Either way, with something like masonry, you know, you can find you can find a Masonic lodge in the phone book. It, like they're, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Not, I mean, like I can find a mosque in a phone book too. Yeah, they're not covering their face. Any of that kind of stuff. Um, it, it, there's, it, you have to stop looking at it as religion, and you have to start looking at it as political management. It is not a religious structure. It is a system of government. And you have to start looking at it. See, and I think that is why the separation of church and state is so fucking important. Yeah, of course. It's so fucking important. And yet not exercised anyway. Exactly. Not as much as it should, in my opinion. It's not exercised anyway. There's there's nowhere where it's... Look at your money. In God we trust. Yeah, I mean, that's not separation of church and Um, state. Now, do I think you should have a moral basis for governing. Yes. And a lot of good morals come from religion. I but- 100% agree with you. If religion can give you a moral compass that is a recognizable, that is a recognizable morality that other people can look at and recognize and respect. Right. Then absolutely. I think it's a great source for it. Fucking I. But if your morality starts turning into because your opinion differs, then, well, I'm standing by my morals by acting like a piece of shit. And it's like, well, yeah, like that, you know, I think, yeah, if your religion says either I convert you to my religion or I must eliminate you, that's bad. Yeah. It's Uh, pretty cut. Well, that's And and to be honest (laughs) with you on that point, that's, and and that's when, you know, I'm going to say it and everybody's going to freak out because I'm going to use the P word and everybody's going to lose their fucking mind. As soon as you start viewing Islam as a system of, government and not a religion system of government. Uh, there's a reason that people say like religion is the opiate of the masses. Well, if you can turn religion into a government, you end up with outstanding government control because the fervor that ends up happening doesn't have to be logical. It can be completely passionate. As soon as you start viewing it as a system of government, this is what happens with out of control patriotism. Yeah. And yes, I said the P word. Well, I think, there are such a thing no, I, as horrible fucking patriots. But I, I agree with you. If, <laughs> They're called threepers. <laughs> when you when you when you remove when you remove logic and you base anything off of emotion, it's usually bad. Yes. And I have not been proven wrong about that in my lifetime. Well, yeah, you can't really remove logic from anything and expect it to have a positive outcome, right? Like there has to be common sense somewhere in there. Yeah. And that, All right? and, I like, that's, it, and I want to be clear, he is not saying you have to delete emotion from no, the no, decision. No, no, so so it, it, it has to be a bad. But you can't yeah, you can't it base has to, it both decision. Have to be in in the psychotherapy world, emotion. it's called using a wise mind. Yep. So you have emotion mind and you have logical mind. 
And using 100% of either is not a good idea. Right, correct. But you work as a, a human being to be able to, to, to get to the end goal of being able to use a wise mind <laughs> where you incorporate logic and emotion in the decisions and, and things that you well, make now, and influence. Uh, well, sometimes it's just really nice being a sociopath. Yeah, I mean, well, so <laughs> let's, get, let's get it down and put it in complete layman's terms. If you have ever made a decision where you said like, I don't know, man, it was a gut feeling. That is perfect balance of emotional response Correct. and logical throughput. Yeah. That's your, your gut feeling that now made you, you make the decision. That's, that's you, a perfect balance. I also decision. think that you have to have some beliefs and you have to be able to stand by your beliefs, right? Now, the, so there's a difference between me close-minded with beliefs, though, and but, open-minded with beliefs. Right. Because if you take that statement I just said and you apply it to Islam, Right. That's what they're doing. That's what they're doing. So I do have a little bit of respect for that. Like, like I respect the discipline, right? Like you're standing (laughs) by your fucking beliefs. Now, dude, Sung Su said it. You either respect your enemy or you die. Yeah. You need to respect your enemy. So the easiest way to explain the, 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 the thought process between the different mindsets is your emotional mind is I'm going to go to the bar tonight and I'm going to get fucked up until the bar closes and I'm going to get a fight. Right, your wise mind or, or your logical mind only if is, they tell me to put my phone down. Your logical mind is I'm not going to go to the bar tonight because I could get a DUI on my way home. Right. Your wise mind is I'm going to go to the bar tonight and I'm going to have three drinks and then go home and I won't get into a fight and I won't get a DUI. Right. That's the easiest way to explain it. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So it's a. I guess that's where I go to religion, John. Because I let Jesus take the wheel. Oh, that, that's when you go to emotional mind. We're fuck it. Let's have a good time tonight. <laughs> Which, weirdly enough, is the exact same thing. Oh, <laughs> uh, fuck. Yeah, yeah, dude. Uh, Just th- be a good moral person and stand by good morals. The whole, you know, if your moral is I'm going to kill this guy for not believing the same thing as me, you can go fuck yourself. So, but, but the, the my hard- morals say I'm going to kill you for wanting to kill him. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, but, but, but morally, now, now, well, <laughs> morally, that is acceptable, right? Where they live, you are now. You're morally with, for us, you're getting different. the societal yeah. difference. You're getting exactly. the societal definition of morality. Yeah, and and societal morality is to societal morality. It it doesn't exist in the same two places anywhere on this planet. No, like, well, you know, what no, it's, it's, it's it's ethics, right? Jazz, what's the definition of ethics? That is purest form. Or Justin, we can do It's what you think is right. <laughs> I know. Well, like, so, no, the, hey, Google. No. The definition of ethics <laughs> no. is what you think is right or wrong. Okay. Well. And my ethics and your ethics and your ethics and your ethics might be vastly fucking different. Yeah. But I believe that I'm doing the right thing. So you're defining personal ethics. Yeah, but that's ethics in its raw form, right? Is well, what you think is no, right or wrong. No, because you have societal ethics. Well, what's the definition of ethics there, Justin? Let's see here. Ethics. A set of moral principles. That govern a person's behavior conducting an activity. Yeah. yeah. But you have societal ethics, which is sure. a set of moral guidelines that govern a society. So, yeah, because, that aspect, because you're right. Because if I went based on just my ethics, there would be a lot more dead people in this world. <laughs> yeah. So, societal ethics. And nobody would wear shirts. It's weird. So, I got my door knocked on. <laughs> I got my door knocked on one morning. I answered it and there Have was you found Jesus. There was there was a, an evangelistic right. set of people on the other side. Now, I personally revel in the fact that these people like to knock on my door and I invite them in every time and I make them coffee and because I'm I'm like you 
Because you've made my psychopath. You've made my <laughs> whole day. My whole day. I hope you offer and coffee so, to the Mormons. I did. And so, and and, and they came in and, and, and whiskey. Look, it, I've I've uh, it, it, I, I've I've known people from a lot of religions and had friends from a lot of religions and and da 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 da. But again, I said earlier, all religion to me is equal opportunity. So. I invited him it's, in. It's fair game. I had the conversation with him and we sat and talked for like two hours and yeah. went back and forth. And I, I quoted, I quoted different books. I quoted different. You turn it into a game. You're like, they're trying to convert me. I'm going to, I'm going to see what I can do. Right. Yeah. I used to do this to Mormon. And so, when I was but at the end of it, they were like, it's the best. well, you know, this has been wonderful. We really appreciate you taking the time to talk to us. Do you have any questions? And I said, yes, I have one last question and I do not expect an answer. And when you have an answer, come back and knock on my door again and we'll have this conversation. And I looked at him and I said, what that mouth do. <laughs> if you were not raised in your faith system, would you be part of that faith system right now? Right. Yeah. Are you a born again or are you and, and the naturally thing is, is raised? That in a it's lot of these, there is, there was no option. I mean, you have to, you have to look at it uh, in our country, how closed loop a lot of these religions get like, all of your family, all of your family friends all go to the same church you do. All right. of your friends belong to your youth group. All of your like you live in the communities that are all the all like-minded. And it's it's all I'd like to point team. out that at one point or another, Jazz's plan was to be a youth pastor. Yep. <laughs> Dude, I I grew, I grew up <laughs> until he gained the knowledge. I yeah. grew up super religious. And then I I met the dark side of Islam. And now it makes you question religion. It makes me question organized religion. What, what should really make you question it is, is you can look at Islam. And the, and the thing is, is the biggest hater of the Islamic faith is Christians. Just yeah. bar none. It's by far the biggest group that, that, that hates the Islam. Those, you, would think, you would think it'd be the Jews. It's, it's not. not. It, it's, it's not. The, the it's, Jews don't give a fuck. No, it's Christian. They're like, go do whatever the fuck you want to do. Just Christians don't hate fuck them. with us. So, <laughs> it's like, historically, we've been fucked with a lot. I'm going to go ahead and say this because I already know I'm the least popular one on this show. So I'm going to go ahead and say it because what are you going to do? Hate me some more. Uh, Christians and Muslims pray to the same God. Facts. So if that God Jews? is not stopping this, then that means the God you pray to must be fucking okay with it. Because it's the same structure. So go figure that out. And you get back to me well, when I have an answer for I mean, because and if, I, I think that's the biggest question. Like as a Christian, it's always why would you, why would God allow this horrible thing to happen? Whatever Yahweh ins that trick. In, in, insert horrible <laughs> thing there, right? Yeah. And so what what's the answer to why would God allow God has a plan. Do you want God the Christian a, answer? Yeah, yeah. I know the Christian. God he has works a plan. in a mysterious way. Yeah. And he, he has, has a plan. plan. Which. Right. Yeah. Like, come By on. the way, that is the biggest cop out answer on the fucking. I agree. Sure. How else I, are you going to convince someone? I agree. <laughs> it's, a, it's, Matter a, fact, it's a fucking cop out answer. I took questions when I wanted to be a youth pastor. I took questions to my pastor and I was like, hey, I've done this other research. I've yeah. read. Uh, I went and I read the Torah. I read the Quran. I read the Egyptian book of the dead. Uh, I read great the, read, by the I way. read the story of Horace. I read like I've, I've read all of these other things and I'm seeing a lot of identical mythos that predates the mythos that's being taught within this religion. Right. Um, why do we know we're correct? Like why, yeah. why am I going to teach this yeah. 
when I've looked at it and realized that the originality of the parables that we're pushing do not belong to this faith. These are all borrowed from somewhere else. And the answer I got back from the man of the cloth, the one that had written my sponsor letter for me to go to Concordia, the whole nine yards said, Concordia in Nebraska. Uh, no, con- uh, yeah, con- no, Concordia Lutheran. Yeah, that's in Nebraska. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was going to go spend four years, yeah. do the whole nine yards. And, uh, and the answer I got back was, well, that's a faith question. And I was like, it's a question of faith. Okay, that's yeah. Welcome. Uh, you know, you sure this wasn't Catholicism? You know, that so sounds right awfully there, fucking Catholicist. That Lutheran <laughs> pastor right there turned me into an agnostic in, in, <laughs> in one fucking answer. And I didn't, I didn't really find a, a faith structure that really worked for me for 20 years. I mean, it was 20 years of, but it was 20 years of searching. It was 20 years of. Yeah. yeah so it's not like you aren't. We just said he's an agnostic. He no, yeah. something. no, 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 no. At that moment, he made me an agnostic. I am not an agnostic now. No. So full blown atheist. No, <laughs> I'm not. No, I'm not an atheist either. How would you, how would you personal question? And you don't have to answer. I'll answer. I did. I have no shame. But, you. but personal views. Mm-hmm. What do you feel? I'm a practicing Norse pagan. I don't know what that is. Uh, I believe explains in, why he started growing his beard so long. <laughs> it's the closest <laughs> thing to like a traditional Viking ideology. So Norse for, in layman's terms, by the way, for, for the pop culture reference. Yes. It's a, it's a Viking ideology. It predates the 120 years that the Vikings were running around. Yeah. Norse paganism is it's the, so it's still a parable based teaching. It all, it's all pulled from a thing called the Prosetta, which right. is a, a huge poem. Is, it's the story of, of Odin, his children, all right. of that kind of stuff. It was created before people started killing each other because of religion. Right. Yeah. And, and actually, <laughs> yeah. In, in, Nor- in, I will in say its, in its original form, it's Nor- an incredibly peaceful. Religion. Norse yeah. pagans, probably the least amount of body count in the name of God. <laughs> they, never fought, they never fought for, they yeah. never fought, they fought for land. The second, the second people started murdering each other and fucking the name of God. Yeah. If I was God, I'd have a problem with that. The funny thing is right? the, the Norse got hired a lot, like got paid to go fight for people in the name of God. Um, matter of fact, in the combat of, so we're all familiar with the city of Budapest, right? Yep. So, you know, there used to be two cities. It was on each side of the river. One was Buda, one was Pest, and they had two different religions, and they fought each other. One side actually hired the Norse to come in and fight for them as mercenaries, and so they, when they started excavating a lot of these buildings and stuff like that, they found like Norse graffiti, and it was the equivalent to like Olaf was here. It like it was, <laughs> like, it was, it was pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, they found a bunch of dicks that were drawn of everywhere, course. and it's just yeah. like, yep, yep the those, Joe those is were, gonna be those, the Joe. Those were Marines, <laughs> not Vikings. <laughs> Same thing. Same shit, dude. <laughs> the Viking Age was only was just shy of two hundred years long. The actual Viking Age, and they actually went. You know what fucking bugs me. We need to fucking we need a Viking Day instead of Columbus Day. Yeah, if you're going to be historically be accurate, yeah. the Vikings fucking discovered it, this side of the yeah. world. Yeah, we found we found a bunch of ways, <laughs> but they didn't like colonize it. Shit. Like, but they didn't. They came over. Um, no, because that's not their fucking thing. Well, they that's, were but that's why we don't celebrate. It. Well, everybody yeah. always <laughs> thinks about Vikings as raping and pillaging. No. They would join a society. They would integrate. They would intermarry. They would you integrate their, by no, raping. No, 
They weren't though. <laughs> Actually, they would marry in and then they would fuck themselves into the population. Yeah. Yeah. And so, but it wasn't a rape thing. Dude, I'm, literally, they I'm would marry six in. one, two twenty-five, and I'm pure Irish. I mean, yeah. I'm willing to like, bet that there's some Norse in me. Yeah. Let, 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 <laughs> let's just talk about it based on the TV series. Look, for all the female listeners Please, that are out there, no. if one of those Vikings came into your tent one day and wanted to have sex, would you say oh, no? Oh, no, Step Odin. Oh, <laughs> would no. you say no? <laughs> uh, that's they might have pillaged, but they didn't rape. Now, some of the stuff from that show is accurate. <laughs> yeah, there, there wasn't a lot of no's getting thrown out. Some of that show is like uh, the female leadership. The, mm-hmm. um, most of the women actually handled the finances and land management and all that kind of it stuff. It makes perfect and sense. Another <laughs> cool thing about they also that all, faith. They also fought. Like the Valkyrie? Yeah. So it's the fucking elite women warriors, yeah. man. Mm, and I'm talking elite. Those are maidens. Valkyries were actually, they're the bridge. So they're the ones that uh, if you die with honor, they're the ones that escort you. They choose who on the battlefield, if you die, gets to go to Valhalla and who just gets left behind. Yeah, so if yeah. you don't die on her, then you're fucked. This, yeah. is, this is my beef with the till Valhalla shit. Because it's like, you have to die in combat. Right. Well, you have to die with honor. With honor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you killed yourself. But imagine, Sorry, guys. imagine a society. <laughs> By the way, do you know what happens if you make it to Valhalla? Like what, what the purpose of Valhalla is? It's, just, it's drinking, isn't it? No. You're the reserve unit. So if you make it to Valhalla, you are held in reserve until Ragnarok. So that Ragnar- when Ragnarok happens, they can pull the warriors that died with honor and they get to go fight in the afterlife to try and win so Ragnarok. So now you get to fight under. You were you were literally you get, what? you get pulled and stationed as the reserve force. I'm kind of into that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so, kind of into that. At least you know what's gonna happen. It's like retiring from life and then going to the fucking National Guard. Yeah. Pretty much. It's yeah. like what, what, what is pumping over here? Yeah, what happens <laughs> if you just start out in the National Guard? Poser. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The active duty guys talk a lot of shit. There was actually <laughs> there was a tradition for those that like that wouldn't that didn't travel to go fight because they didn't take everybody. It yeah. wasn't like a um, a lot of people volunteered. That's why a lot of uh, Viking weaponry that we know now, the axes and stuff like that, it's just like that was a wood splitting mall. That was just like what yeah. you had. Do you, not a do you want to hear something interesting? Um, but the, there was a tradition for those that stayed by that like fished, farmed, yep. did all that kind of stuff at the end of their life to die with honor would just pitch themselves off fucking cliffs. Like it was just like a bye. Marine Corps doctrine with the Mew, like Marine expeditionary units and everything pulled heavily from Viking tradition of not bringing everybody and bringing elite forces out to go and do raiding parties. Right. That's where the Marine Corps actually got doctrine for fucking muse but But i also believe what you were talking about about the people that don't go i just made that up in order for them to die with honor they have to throw themselves (laughs) off i was thinking that sounds more like they also do that (laughs) at old age so that way somebody doesn't have they're not a burden they're not a burden on society yep yeah um now i'm that 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 is viking culture stuff if you want norse pagan the the practice that i use the reason that i'm attracted to it is you get to pick what makes sense to you, the the principles and representation of that deity. And you, it's a personal practice. There is no, you get together in a group. There is no, mm-hmm. let me sing a song. There, there is none of that. There are gatherings. There is all so that kind as, of stuff, but it's a like-minded gathering. So as a, as a whole here, us four, do we believe that there's a higher power? I, yes. Yes. Yeah. I believe there is something greater than me. Yes. Yeah. Do I believe there's one individual God that I have to worship? No. Yeah. I, and so I think there is. 
right? But I think over I think there's always a over, guy over the course of history that's been diluted into so many different things. So but you're it, saying there's a dude you just don't know who it is. Not a, not necessarily a dude. There's well, not, there's a right. something yeah. you just don't necessarily know who it is anymore. Right. That's why I don't like organized religions because even like I was born cr- Lutheran Christian, right? But there's like different. <laughs> Were you synods. were you Missouri synod? Yeah, I was. I was too. Yeah, right. But but there's different <laughs> fucking nerds. But there, but <laughs> no, I just learned so much about why he is the way he right. is. <laughs> but there's different there's different Lutheran Christians. Like there's yep. and then there's different Christians. There's like the, and then Christian the ELCA also, Christian also falls under Catholicism. And then you know where did the Catholics come from? Like it, it all has to come from somewhere, mm-hmm. you know. So I think there is something. It's and still that's what happened to well, me man. is that the, the, the yeah, more I dug, right, right, because right? I was raised a Lutheran, wanted to go to Concordia, mm-hmm. and be in the Missouri Senate and be a youth pastor in the whole nine yards. And the more I dug, that's why I knew where Concordia was. That's why the more I I dug, the more it turned into, okay, but this story that I've been told was part of my religion. Yeah is this fucking story from this religion that predates that one by 2000 years. Yeah. But then that story has one that's identical to it that predates it by another 1200 years. Right. And like the more and more I went yeah. back, the more and more I was like, none of this shit is original. Enter like, the book of Enoch. Well, that's like, yeah, it's like wild. me growing up. <laughs> my dad's side of my family is Jewish. My mom's side of my family is Catholic. So right out the gate, I got exposed to two different religions. Not yeah, And completely same, same God though. But but it, but it doesn't matter. Like like learning about both of them, you're like, wait. Yeah, because the Catholics like to claim that they're just essentially Jewish chapter two, right? And, but but and it's just. Yeah. But not. even still, like it's pretty it, accurate. It gives you enough. I wouldn't really call it doubt, but it's it, gives you, it gives you enough questions yeah. to be like, okay, I am supposed to believe in this, or I'm supposed to believe in this. Yeah. But I I see a little bit of differences, and so I the, see a little bit, little bit of similarities, but like. And Why are they different? The yeah. term that you just used in there, the operative term in those two sentences that you just said is that you had to use the word supposed. Yes. And that's the problem. If you are going to have a belief, a faith, a structure, a, a whatever that gives you a moral compass, your reason for doing what you do, yeah. that should be something self-discovered. That should not be something that you are supposed to follow because, well, I was born into it or I was raised This is that what way. they taught me. This is what I was taught. And that comes down to emotional response versus logical response. Right. You, it's what's hilarious is that the human being will doubt everything they were fucking told. Everything. Except for the religion they were raised in. Yeah. Unless they, they were exposed to another one they also. Get something right. else. So, but you have to go into it with the same mindset you did where you had, you had exposure to both and went, okay, hold on. But, but I, the, didn't, I didn't know any better. I that feel, that was the yeah. best part about it. I feel like you're more likely to have that situation happen to you as an American, though. No, no, no. Due no. to our freedom of a- religion. Absolutely not. You're, you're allowed. No, the opportunity no. to see something else. Is that yeah. what you're... I, yeah, it, he's not you're saying... You're as only an, exposed to it if you're exposed to multiple different religions at a young age. As you get older, you make a conscious decision of like, okay, is what I've, I've believed in my entire life... Yeah. Is this different now? Yeah, and that's well, just that's just gaining maturity. We we had blind faith until we turned what? But the, sixteen. But there's a lot of people that much, that yeah. blind faith carries Call the rest 14. of the, their entire lives with them. Yeah, right. There's some people that once the priest finished, I was like, hey, I got questions. 
<laughs> yeah, like why'd you go on my back? Yeah, like dude, you should have went in my like mouth. Back shots. What is that, man? <laughs> Show some respect. Damn. But no, if, if you at a young age, if you're exposed to multiple different beliefs, everything is questioned. Yeah. But if you're raised in in this is your this is your belief. This is what our family believes in. This is what all of our friends and and, and family believe in. Like this is this is it. Yeah. That's all you know until you get older, and then you're you're open to other aspects of things but but in that time frame until then that's all you know and that's what you believe well and part of part of my problem is like when i'd go to church right like i was in the correct religion yeah right and i would see everybody who was in church and then i would see what they did throughout the outside week. of church and i'm like you are a piece of shit but you know as long as you confess you're all set you know and you know that's kind of like well okay like but yeah but like for me, for instance, growing up knowing two different religions and and yeah. going through all the beliefs and customs and courtesies of both. Yeah, I mean, I had Christmas; it was cool. I had Hanukkah; that was fucking awesome. You know what I mean? Like Christmas, I got one day. Hanukkah, fucking let's eight go! Crazy, let's guys. go! You know what I mean? Yeah, but like, you get like eight little shitty presents. Whereas Christmas, you get fucking eighty-five awesome presents. Well, unless you're poor like me, well, it, but it, it just depends. one cool present and a bunch of shitty ones. That's because some of us yeah, have more money than us. John <laughs> yes. fucking John fucking hit <laughs> Adam. There, there he goes again, calling me a poor. <laughs> <laughs> like Scott did. Like I had Adam stand there. <laughs> You'd be correct. I was uh, I was absolutely no, I, a poor. I grew up. I grew up <laughs> did, poor. Did my Adam, Adam Sandler sing brain. songs about your Christmas? No, fucking no, no. no. Right? Yeah. So we had some shit going. No, on. we got Michael. <laughs> <laughs> and Mariah Carey. We have Bing Crosby, sir. Let's go old school. <laughs> you know, like in and, and so even through, black guys sing about white Christmases in our religion. Through high school, <laughs> it was very interesting because I spent my my freshman and sophomore year at a Catholic all boys college prep school. And we literally started every class of the day praying with a fucking Hail Mary. Right. So when it came for me to lead the prayer. I said a Hebrew prayer and I cleared at, it with them. Catholic be- school? I cleared it with them beforehand. And did you say, and, did you say it in Hebrew uh, as best as I could. Cause I don't speak Hebrew. Well, not like anybody's going to check try. you on it. None of them. No, but I fucking you tried. On. You know what I mean? <laughs> but it, but it, 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 it was me kind of poking the fucking bear. Yeah. And it was like, I, I understand where you guys are from, but I know this also. And it conflicts a little bit with what you guys are trying Fuck to teach. Them. They worship so, a Jew anyway. So when no. when I was when I was young, right? but but so so after I got out of high school and I joined the military, it didn't fucking matter. Yeah, it was a cesspool of fucking everything. Yep. And I went to church on Sunday and basic, so I didn't have to clean the base. Yep. And then we got deployed, and then I was like, oh, maybe I need to learn about another religion because these people are fanatics. Yes. So I learned about another religion. They're very committed. So I learned about a third, <laughs> right? And, I, I, and it conflicted everything else yeah. I knew about the first two. And I was like, fucking wait a minute. And that's when my eyes really opened up to be like, okay, it's not like it's either this way or that way. So now it's, there's 47 different ways in this world. Yeah. And they're all different. And then you had a chaplain who was multi-religious, right? I had a like, chaplain I couldn't understand. That too. But okay, so he was Asian. So so when let I, us pray. When I, when I wait, what? <laughs> he still talks. That he does. It's great. Uh, Chaplain Kim, best dude in the fucking world. I, this dude, I, I you thought, would kick in a, at the reunion. He was there. You would kick in a door, and he'd be the second man in the stack. No gun, 
but he just wants to make sure you're okay. Yeah. It was awesome. <laughs> it was awesome. My chaplain at one three was the only one in the Marine Corps to have a fucking combat action ribbon. And Same almost, with this dude. He, he almost got fucking. There is nothing he almost better, got though, booted. than chaplain at range day, and you have all the range officers out there going like, oh, "Hey, chaplain, do you need me to get in there?" Like, no, I'm good. We we get a call, <laughs> and you're just like, "What the? We fuck? get a call over the net about a, 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 a you know troops in contact or whatever the fuck's going on or whatever." But every major engagement that our battalion had, not a company level, not a platoon level, every major engagement that our comp or our battalion had, our chaplain was in the same truck as our battalion commander showing up. Yeah. Yeah. Like this what motherfucker. Dude. What, what no, are, this what, dude what was, was insane. What, what did dude? Carlson call him? Something six. Uh, fuck. I can't remember. Oh, it was good though. But uh, anyway, when I was young, right. That have been Vatican six. I, I was, <laughs> I was, I was, I was uh Missouri Senate Lutheran. Yep. And our biggest competitor, if you will, were the Catholics, right? Half of my cousins were Catholic, right? Pretty sure and, we won. <laughs> and so I would be like, okay, why? Martin's got 99 reasons you're wrong. I'm like, why, why, are, Catholics, why are Catholics not white? <laughs> yeah. And I was always told because they pray to Mary. Mary was not a god. Okay. And then I'm like, we are Lutheran. Mary Mar- popped out Jesus Martin without Luther, fucking. Luther. Why are we following Martin Luther, who's a dude, right? Probably less on the fucking uh, chain of command than Mary, right? Yeah. And that that's what that was the biggest question in my mind. Is always, it's because he's got 99 problems, but a God ain't one. Right? Like, <laughs> yeah. One thing I always respected about Lutherans was um, the confidence. Because Martin Luther was just this guy who was like, he had an idea and was like, mm, I think it's like this. Yeah. And rolled with it and just fucking... Yeah. Full on fucking full send into that life, right? And then brought a bunch of people with him. Yeah. I respect that. I mean, like, I mean he was I the one that was responsible for making the Bible readable by the masses. So he took it out of yeah. Latin. Yeah, he did the Amplified. As well. like, like, he, he was the first he, Amplified Bible. Yeah. He took it out of Latin and, and translated it. He, 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 put he it made in, his findings public. Didn't he, he put, put it, it in, in German, German? German. German. Um, one of the big things about the Bible that really fucking gets me is when a king puts his name on it, you know it was altered to control a populace. Oh, yeah. yeah I don't read the King James Bible. But but I'm just saying, because that's, the, that's the, the most go-to. popular yeah. fucking Bible in the world. That's the go-to. Yeah. There's King James. Right? Yeah. And you know that at that point in the world, religion wasn't used as like, here's a faith we should believe in. What's the one that's still around? Religion was a thing that was used to control a populace. Always has been. Well, and it always will be. You can, well, as but far that, as, if you can't see that, except for mine, as far as, as far true. as Catholic, but if you can't see that, if somebody in power changed a religious textbook, essentially, well, you have, well, they, are you familiar with the council of Nicaea? Yeah. Like that's when it started. It, like that's well, when, that was the organization of the book. Yeah, that's when they that's when they organized. That's the, who decided what became a gospel and what wasn't. And that's when they started with like they also wrote their own creed with the control. Yeah. That's when the control it, started. Exactly. Well, it, the for the masses, sort of. Like like for the sects, it was already there. The control was already there, but sort of. I mean, there's the also Council the theory that the Roman Empire never died; uh, it just transferred right. into the Catholic religion. So well, Catholicism to, is nothing more but the extension of 
well, of they, they the say, Roman Empire. They say that because of because of Constantine, but Constantine was a lifelong pagan until his deathbed. Then he converted to Christianity. I'm sure that's why the Catholic Church built their fortress at the seat of the Roman Empire. I love the fact that we are all dumbasses, yeah. but we're smart. <laughs> Oh, we're retarded. No, but th- brilliant. I wouldn't say smart. We're educated. <laughs> we're smart enough to know we we're not just right, right? Like, oh, with a religion, nobody's right. Right? Nobody. That's no. the beauty of religion. They're not. But we can actually right? have a conversation. Like, I'm not yelling at you. Like, fuck you for what you believe in. <laughs> I think Jews are awesome. I love I, I, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude, I, I, I fucking love your guys. This fucking look on shit, man. Hummus is great. <laughs> like, fuck you. No, it's not. that. It's actually it's the same reason that I respect the Marine Corps. I love the tradition. Holding. It's because it's a cult. It's, yeah, no, it's the tradition. No. I like I like that. There's so much. And it's like, why that's more this way? man. And I mean, no, but I love like huh? we probably just sat here for 45 minutes. Right. And. Nobody is singling you out no. or me out no. or Scott or Mikey and being like, and we fuck are, your religion. You're all, wrong and you all, shouldn't believe it. This well, the reason why I wanted to ask that, you is because I was, I was curious because you, you had an aspect at one point in your life where you wanted to go into mm-hmm. like religious work, mm-hmm. right? Like, like I've never once what thought I should be a priest, which no, no, no. to be honest, <laughs> because I wanted to go do that. Well, it's because you don't like dudes. That was the reason I, I dug into religion so much. My view on it was if I'm going to be responsible to be a, a, a pastors are supposed to be shepherds. They are supposed to be the ones that are looking for their flock and and their congregation. And looking their out responsibility. for their flock, absolutely. And they're supposed to be able to answer questions and 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 fix you know crisis of faith. And they have to be yeah. counselors and they have to be guiders. And they have to be all of these things. I felt that the only way I could do that effectively was to be as educated as possible as to where my religion came from. Right. And so that's what caused all that homework. And like you said, the education. Yeah. Like it's dead. The knowledge became it's pretty good. Knowledge is power. Knowledge is power. And what ended up happening is that knowledge stick, that knowledge <laughs> executed more power than the blind faith. Right. And so it is the definition of knowledge is power. Because the more knowledge I gained, the more that blind faith I was supposed to carry crumbled. Right. And so, and that's the thing with blind faith is that under scrutiny. Yeah. It just utterly falls apart. And well, I and well, that is not exclusive well, to you have Christianity. To fall back on it, right? It's imagine, like you have to fall back and it's it's a it's a safety net. Um, imagine you know if, well because God said so. Imagine if Jazz went a different direction in life and we all sat in on one of Jazz's sermons. <laughs> oh my god. Like I don't know if I'd want to leave there and get in a Wait fight. A minute, who's God? Drink a bottle of fucking booze or bang some shit. Like I don't know what's going to happen after this, but you know what? It's going to be an hour of fucking gold. And now you know all, I'm a North all of those. <laughs> here's here's what I think: if 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 the entire world, well, not the entire world, but the majority of the world would just absolutely fucking realize the fact that the big three. All right, you got big three. All right, big three is Jews, Muslims, Christians. Incorrect. Right? What? Incorrect. But it's. What I'm saying, those big three. So you're just gonna uh, leave Hinduism out. Yeah, I was gonna say there's a giant populace of people. There's a billion and a half of them. <laughs> I'll get there. Why don't? Why I'll don't? Get there. Why don't? Why doesn't Islam fight them? But if you took the, big, they don't care. If you took Nobody's fucking with India. <laughs> if you took those three, if we learned anything from the movies is that you don't get into a land war in Asia. <laughs> in any aspect of any Asia, <laughs> unless you're Mongolian. Then it works out fine for a while, wow. <laughs> right? um, or that's why. But those big three, if they would just realize it's the same God, man, They're, you're worshiping the same deity. 
That's what it is. Because uh, it is. Yes. But the thing is, is that Islam grew, grew from before, Ishmael, which was fucking Abraham's all, firstborn. Yes, we're all talking about the God of Abraham. Yeah, absolutely. What you need, what you're trying to say is it would be awesome if they pulled out the organized part. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to have faith, have the fucking faith, man. That's cool. Nobody's fucking shitting on that. That's why the gospel well, of St. So Thomas didn't make it into the book. Now, which is unfortunate. We are special. Okay. Collectively, us. Everybody sitting in this room right and now. And he means sped special. On, yes. on air yes. or off Spectrums. Air. No, we are special <laughs> because we have access to information and we've been taught true. a fuckload more than the majority of the people around this world. We really have. That's true. If, if in well, this country, you're, you're we've had a broader education. No, we live in a country where we have access. We have to access. whatever the fuck you want. It's not about what they taught us. It's about what we have access to, yeah, right? Because what they taught us is not what I believe. So That's we true. have access to <laughs> enough things right. to be able to generate a, a conclusion on our own, based on our own thought process and research of what we believe in. Whether it's right or wrong, it doesn't fucking matter. But we have access to be able to generate our own conclusion of it. 70% of the world doesn't have access to generate their own conclusion of what they believe in. They only believe in what they're taught, and they don't have access to learn anymore. They are also silenced when they try to find out anything else. Or they're berated because they don't believe. Yeah, you know, And by berated, you mean murdered? You take it whatever context you want to take it in. And, you know, and and I think if the the God that I believe in doesn't allow me to go to heaven because I'm not a certain. Well, I'm driving a bus to hell, bro. So just jump on. You can come right? with us. All my boys will be no, there. Have you ever met a Buddhist, like an actual practicing Buddhist? No. They're cool. They're, they're all fucking cool. If you're really, <laughs> and that was one of the questions I had for my pastor too, is because I had met some Buddhists at that point. Cause I was studying, I was, I was, I was trying to gather information mm. and I'd met these Buddhists and it was like, holy shit. They're all just cool. The dudes. principles of, <laughs> yes. of, of loving thy neighbor of, you know, committing no violence of trying to find, uh, of caring about other people of self-sacrifice of all of that stuff. They embody all of that. The all 10 the commandments fucking time. are in there. Yeah. And I'm like, so what you want me to do is you want me to tell these people because they don't believe in Jesus, they all burn. Yeah. Some of the best people on the planet you're ever going to meet. Yeah. They all burn. And there's there's some people that I know that believe in Jesus that should fucking burn. Yeah. And, <laughs> so and they probably will. Is a lot of people. And a lot of it comes down to like phrasing issues. Like, don't tell me as a Norse pagan that I follow a barbaric religion when I can look at you and go, you consume the body fluids and flesh of a demigod in order to show your subservience. And then tell me. Like you fucking with Christians, man. Go to the Jews for a while. Fuck. What do we do? <laughs> <laughs> what do we do? We just want to fucking live are, happy. These dudes are like, how about a shitty fish and a glass yeah. of wine? Like, <laughs> like, I, it's like, I, I, I couldn't even make bread. Yeah. I have matzah because I had to get the fuck out before yeah. it rose. <laughs> like, but don't look at me and be like, it's barbaric. And it's like, really? But then it comes down to phrasing, right? You phrase it like that. And all of a sudden it turns into like, well, we don't do that. And I'm like, yeah, 
That's, a, that's literally. <laughs> that's the definition of what you do. That is the body fluids and flesh of a demigod in order to show your subservience and thankfulness. The body of Christ. Justin, what, how, what's what's our time on this? We're f- over two hours. <laughs> you're, we're deep, son. So <laughs> we keep going right, if you want. Fuck right. it at this, this point. This is my point. <laughs> we're getting Rogan length. We're having a fucking civil conversation about religion. It's gone over two hours. This is why this fucking fight has gone on for 2,000 years. And but if you want to fucking answer. But it's because we're all neutral. We're all smiling and nobody tried to kill anybody yet. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, and At least I know. Give it an hour. Scott, give it an hour. No, there's also, I now know there's, that there's the no reason Scott wants here. to kill me isn't my religion. I appreciate that, all Scott. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's ever been. I don't, I don't think it's ever been murder. I yeah. think it's just more of an ass whipping. It's just I've never <laughs> murder. No, it's just a maiming. It's just. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just want to scalp you. That's it. <laughs> oh, what what religion is uh, uh, Chinese people? Buddhist Taoism. It's Taoism. Yeah, yeah. Taoism. I, don't, I don't know anything. About or Buddhist. It, it depends uh, on the 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 region it, it, that you're. It in. depends on which month, depending on which territory they just took over. So <laughs> <laughs> you, want, you want to talk about fucking making it a business? China fucking nailed it early. So <laughs> you know. <laughs> you know what i'm gonna raise my glass boys i'm gonna say thanks for being a freedom friend idea. this has gone on a long time thank you all for listening so much we appreciate you we know this went a little long you fucking jinxed us <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you your talked fault, about Kibbe. it earlier yeah. fucking a dude T- before the show started kibby was like you guys have been going long lately and it's like we just had a lot to talk about and it was like, eh, whatever. Da, 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 da. This I was just a rabbit hole. Bad. Yeah, we never plan on talking religion. Yeah. So sorry. I think this is the welcome. first time that we actually like dove deep into it. Yeah. Uh, maybe. Yeah. You know what? The, I, 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 I honestly want to say uh, this is why you guys are my friends is that we can have we can have conversations yeah. like this. And it's either out of genuine curiosity because yeah. well, I was are, curious because we, we've never talked about it. No, we never have. Um, you but, know why? Because it doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't matter. But <laughs> but it, it, like I said, there's no shame in my game. And I you hear me, up, Israel, and Palestine? Else, it doesn't fucking matter. Nobody else at this table went like, <laughs> no, the Palestine. fuck? It, like, it was I'm, just like, I'm behind okay. Israel. They need to go fuck up Hamas. No, I agree. It, yeah. they have, I, I agree. They have to. It's, it's time they to wipe to. that off the fuck. I, I am a man. firm believer that... It, Israel is right on the line. Of, I will definitely of, of the whole fuck around and find out. You, know you do not do? want I that will, smoke. I will, they've like, been, but they've given them every opportunity to go, smoke. dude, you don't want this. They're doing I, it on sure. purpose. I would you definitely. Don't want this. It's a don't tactical decision. This. I would definitely pick up a rifle to defend myself from any religion, but I will never pick up a rifle to impose my religion. Right. Facts. Yeah. yeah. Facts. Yeah. But that's called I will for democracy, but not for Jesus. That's called a moral <laughs> compass. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think like they need to kill the internet to that region of the world for like 10 days and then turn it back on and Israel's gonna be like, we're good. Yeah, and that's right. it. And yeah. nobody questions anything. Yeah, yeah. Nobody says anything. Hey, Elon, shut down fucking Skynet for a day and or then, two. <laughs> and, then, and then six months from that date. Israel comes back online and is like, hey, anybody got a problem with how the world's going right now in this area? Right. Well, by the and way, everyone's going to be like, no, we're cool. And they're like, cool. By the you way, while we were gone, we changed the border I map. disagree. <laughs> Live stream the whole thing. Take the fucking chains off of yeah. Israel and then see how many chosen people we have after that. And, you know, like, it's best <laughs> recruiting campaign We can't because, because God there, is with me. There's so many people <laughs> that believe even the things that are going on today I are know. war crimes. Stupid. 
And it's like, how how are you that fucking retarded? I will tell you this. If you're marching, if you're in America and you're marching pro-Palestine, you might need to pick up a fucking book. You might need to read something. I disagree. You have to separate Palestine nope. from Hamas. Yes. I disagree. If you want to support Palestine, I, I'm behind you 100%. But I support the that, innocent oh, people I'm of not, Palestine. I'm not I support the people that live there that the are people. just trying to go about their life that don't give a fuck about the whatever bullshit between Hamas and everybody else that's around there. But if you argue that Hamas is in the right yeah. for the purposes you can go of defending yourself. Palestine, you can fuck off. Yeah. Yep. I mean, that's what I meant. Uh, you that's just Google meant. Warfighter Tobacco come knock on the goddamn door, meet at the end of the way so we're not on the fucking property. On the gateway <laughs> off the property. <laughs> all right, boys. Uh, three little things. Pretty yeah. easy. Hey, like, share, subscribe, smash those buttons real quick. Uh, do all those things. Uh, tell your mom. Tell your friends. Tell your fucking mom's friends, you stupid bitches. Anyways, <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> I'm clearly fucking... I'm I'm on one, dude. Is that, is that 90 are, are we going? Whiskey? I'll drink eight beers. <laughs> if we have to go live beer. again, Mikey, we'll do it. <laughs> oh no! That was if a we good go time. live on a Monday like this. People are gonna be like, I don't know about these guys. <laughs> yeah, we're alcoholics. It's fun. Yeah, try it. When was the last time we went live? As the a couple weeks as ago, when we were this no, drunk as the show. Uh, not not you two idiots. We, we it, was, it was before the summer because we were still out. Yeah, we were still yeah. out. Yeah, it was. It's probably been I don't six think, eight months. I don't think we've gone live this year. No, it's been a minute. Oh wow, it's been so, a long time. Well, yeah, it was before the summer when we said, we, it. "John, hey, you were spot on." When we said we were shutting down the buddy check, we fucking meant it. <laughs> That's all Anyways, it go find all the fucking sponsors. Yeah, there's three little things that you can do. They're fucking easy as pie. Scott, hit him with the first one. Mm. Smoke on. Mikey. Drink on. And god damn it, boys. Freedom, Freedom to, to fuck, fuck on. on.